This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's good, baby? It's Damian Barling, one half of D-Lo and KC. And thank you so much for downloading the podcast here. We really appreciate it. And hopefully you're a subscriber of the podcast. That way you get every single episode, every single day, every single interview, every single clip, every single bit of King's News delivered right here to your mobile device. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Apple, Spotify, Google Play. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Stitcher or the Odyssey app. You'll get every single episode delivered right here to your mobile device. And if you're using one of the platforms that allow you to rate and review the show, please do, particularly on Apple Podcasts, as I know that's where most of you are listening from. If you could hit the five-star review, if you think we're worth it, it only takes a split second. And if you could leave a review, that would be great as well. The review's cool. Again, it only takes a couple of seconds to do that, but it literally takes just a split second to hit that five-star button, man. We really appreciate you for being here with us. Enjoy the show. Hey, Rex. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC. December 6th edition of D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Borling. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. I'm so happy that you are here with us. We got some things to talk about today, man. We're going to have some fun. Vibes are up. Everybody kicking it. Vibes going to be up. I'm going to tell you all that right now. Oh. I did not like what happened yesterday. Yesterday got a little out of – we were trading Keegan Murray oh, by the wow. end of the day. Yeah. Uh, that did happen. And when I say – look, we're family. We? We? we, we? we we're family. <laughs> Maddie was trying to trade Keegan Murray yesterday. <laughs> and it's like, well, okay, wait a minute. I, we'll reiterate something. We'll, we'll talk more about this as the day rolls along. But I did, I did not like what I saw from the Sacramento Kings against the Pelicans. I did not like the trend – with the way that they played against the Pelicans. You know, you pointed out the, the the big win a couple of nights ago against the Golden State Warriors. You know what bothered me about that? You look at some of these games and 
them being down by so many points, right? The the the, the different times that I told you this 10, 12, 14, it's no big deal. They can score in bunches. They, mm-hmm. The Kings can go on runs. It doesn't mean I want them to. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I'd right. love for them to go on a 14-0 run that puts them up 14 points right. or right. 12 or 10, yep. not gets them within two. And I think we had started to see that a little bit to the point where I had to go look at the the results. like Because my, my first thought was I feel like they're, they're winning games by a little and they're losing by a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's not – the, the numbers don't bear that out. They've won in double digits. They've lost in double digits. Of course, they've got that 36-point loss, and I think they have maybe a 20-something point loss. That sways a lot of things. But everything else, when you look at – you got plus 16, plus 15. You got minus 15. You got minus 16. Like, that's the way it is. In no means am I talking about, man, I don't know about this season. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about way, the way this team is playing right now. When we started the show yesterday – Said I I I I questioned some things that I saw. My God, yesterday's show spiraled out of control. <laughs> hey, hey, but that's what we're here for. It's a therapy <laughs> session. We're gonna talk it out. We're gonna get through it. And this team's at practice today. They're gonna be back on the court on Friday. And we know now that they're gonna be playing the Phoenix Suns because the NBA really wanted the Lakers in Las Vegas. Man, man, they need. Well, oh man. Well, I mean. The, 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 I wonder if they were up late at night last night. I'm not sure. That tweet hasn't gone out. There's, there is there is full recorded evidence of the NFL officials losing or NBA officials losing sleep. That was so. That was so incompetent at the end of bad. that game. That was bad. That was, that was bad. That was ridiculous. There's no other way to put it, man. That was bad. Ball was rolling across the. And they say, "Oh yeah, timeout, Lakers." What? You know what it is, man. What? That's incredible. I, I I don't think I've ever seen that before. It's like there's an official whose eyes are trained on LeBron James and LeBron James only, and they him call timeout. And like, hey, you got it, King. <laughs> you got it, King. Not even noticing that the Lakers don't have the ball. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. That was, that, that, that's a LeBron call right there. If that was Austin Reeves calling for timeout, that's a Suns ball. Yeah. Probably so. Well, it's no. It's, it, that, that could be. It's a, it's a loose ball. I think the Suns were going to pick it up, though. That's, that's Suns, what I mean. Yeah. It's it, the, the Suns might have scored. It, it was a live ball. Yeah, down two. Two, because they missed uh, uh, the free throw, mm-hmm. which which is why KD got that shot, mm-hmm. or why KD shot could have tied it. He would gotten the shot either yeah, way. Yeah, that's man. that's uh, that's tough. That's yeah, that's tough. That's tough. That, can't that's have a, that. That's in that's incompetence. I mean. And I just don't understand why you can't fix it. It's it's easy to fix. I don't understand why there are all these rigid rules mm-hmm. about reviewing. Like you guys missed it. I mean, I I, I don't agree with this. Frank Vogel's like, it's a, give me a jump ball, mm-hmm. which Worst case that scenario. yeah, which again is a huge disservice right. to 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 the Phoenix Suns. But you screwed up. It's the best we can do at this point. Oh, give them that. You could have been faced with the same situation where you're fouling. Like, there was no scenario last night, barring Katie hitting that shot and the Suns winning in overtime. That that play, that play was going to be discussed today, even if Phoenix didn't yeah, absolutely. win. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And and it was just, like I said, the the sheer incompetence of it all, you know, is, is ridiculous. You, you hear somebody calling for timeout. In my mind, you hear somebody um, calling for timeout. You hear it. You look to see where the ball is. 
really at no time after he fumbled the basketball initially did Austin Reeves have the ball. And that's so the, you can't call the timeout. No official saw the ball. Like that's it, that, and that's the other thing because it, it's because we as fans have to be understanding of an official's job, mm-hmm. a official's job. In this situation, we're not really talking about an official. We're talking about an officiating crew. Mm. No one saw the ball. That's the part that baffles me. The entire officiating crew missed the ball mm. and just. I, I get it. You, 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 hey, you got that timeout? You sure? You, yeah. you sure? No one's. No one computed the where the ball was in the whistle. That's tough for me. That's tough for me because that's not a single official. Mm-hmm. That's an officiating crew. And 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 Adam Silver was talking on Sirius XM yesterday. Hey, that's a problem, Adam. Absolutely. That's not a good look. Absolutely. That's I, not that not a good look at all. I, I and like you said, it's an easy fix. It's an easy fix. You know, go to the monitor. Um, I it took it took one replay for me to see the ball is free mm-hmm. when LeBron calls a timeout. It took one replay. Yeah. So you know what it is, man. I, I didn't I didn't even think about this till last night. Probably because I don't. I think it's been a while since he had one of these. But Austin Reeves had a nice little twenty point game last night, <laughs> and I I recognized going to Las Vegas. Oh. The NBA's wet dream is Austin Reeves and Tyrese Halliburton. You think so? You think the NBA? No. I'm sorry. If I said the NBA, I apologize. Uh. NBA writers' wet dream is Austin Reeves and Tyrese Halliburton. (laughs) Name two guys they like to talk. One, deserving. The other is Kevin Herter in a Lakers uniform. That's it. And y'all don't like Kevin Herter. (laughs) But, man, y'all love some Austin Reeves. Yeah, they, they, those those guys, they lose more and more stock with me every day. <laughs> they lose more and more stock. I bet Kevin they, O'Connor's going to write a 5,000-word piece on how great Austin Reeves is. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, I was thinking about Kevin O'Connor last night. Yeah, this guy, you know why I don't respect the things that he says and all this other stuff? It's because he'll run around there, he'll write his little, his little uh, articles, be a little critical of what's going on, have his little tweets. And then if somebody says, hey, let's talk about this. Oh, where yeah. Where I can challenge you oh, yeah. on what you're saying and and see what you think about that. Oh, I don't do radio and all this. All right. Clown. Hey, you coward. Clown. Coward. Clown. I got no respect for that. I got respect for somebody's opinion. If If you're taking yourself too seriously, and mind you, we've never tried to get him on the show. This is just stuff we've heard that he doesn't go on radio shows. But – if if you are taking yourself that seriously where you can't have a conversation about basketball, I don't even think you love basketball. Because at the essence, that's what all this is all about to me, having conversations, having opinions, having talks about the game. And, you know, you see it your way, I see it my way. We talk about it. At the end of the day, we piece it up, even if we agree or not. You can't even do that. You're not, you're not my type of dude, man. You take yourself way too seriously in this whole thing. I don't do radio uh, interviews. Man, get the hell out of here. Okay, bro. <laughs> Who all the right. hell are you? Uh, 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 all <laughs> Who right. the hell are you? Get, get, go somewhere, man. Austin Reeves is L.A. Knight. <laughs> That's the one, right? Like Austin yeah. is L.A. Knight. Like this, this, this push that Austin Reeves got is just out of control. 
And I'm just waiting for someone to give him the stunner and end it. <laughs> I thought that was the um, World Cup or whatever. I thought we were done with that after with Austin Reyes, but I guess yeah, not. Yeah, when Lithuania put him in a torture chamber, yeah. <laughs> it was like, we going at him. We're going at him. He's talking about he him? Yeah, he's him, the guy we're going at. That's what he is. That's the him he is. I thought it was all done at that point. I, I said guess he, not. I said he's Kevin Herter. That's my bad. He's not as good as Kevin Herter. He not. He got a little he's wiggle not. to his game, and that's about it. That's about it. He, he don't shoot he's the ball like that. He's in the Lakers like uniform, and he got LeBron's co-sign. That's it. He, he's, he's, he's a cool little ball player. That that's that's it. He's just a cool little ball. No, player. that that's fine. If you, yeah. you if, if we if that's what we do, if we write about cool little ball, okay. I'm, come on, man. <laughs> y'all gonna y'all gonna have me using using language that'll upset uh, Jasmine. Yeah, yeah. Can, 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 <laughs> I think she told me about it again yesterday. I'm like, I'm sorry. I got to get my point across a certain way. Just during the commercials. At no <laughs> other time. Just during the commercials. We got to get our point across. Writing about Austin Reed, y'all better write some about Malik Monk. Yeah, I ain't seen not one. Not, and take it to the to the to the south. Ain't seen Nan article about Malik Monk. Well, you know Nan. This man, this man, by the way, played that record at like one o'clock in the morning at Solomon Vinyl. That was a smash. <laughs> that was a smash. <laughs> There's like ten of us in there just just talking, and all of a sudden Trina to, comes on. Like, how to make hell? sure uh, Manny's daughter left? Well, that's true. No, the first record you played when Manny's daughter left was way out of control. Which what I, I think it was Uchi Wally. Oh yeah, the the complete unedited version. Oh, that's a smash. Austin Reeves averaging 14 points on the season. He's a cool little ball player. Yeah. If you if you're just looking fine. at if you're looking just at Austin Reed, the way they be talking about the Lakers, if you're looking at Austin Reed, that's why the Lakers are where they're at right now. You know, scrambling, worrying about if they should go get Zach Levine or somebody like that. Because he not you talking about Austin Reed is one of your your three guys. He was supposed to be right. Yeah, Big that's three. What always talking about Big like, three. You looking at him like that? Nah, he's he's a he's a good role player. You know, fourth or fifth option. He's not him. Regardless of what he says, he's the third man. He's Rico. <laughs> he's Rico with the um Colombo or Palumbo. Oh, Billy yeah. and Chuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Billy and Chuck. I'm all, I'm all for those references. I, I like that. That's, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. All right, man. Um, we Entertaining just, game last night, though. Finally oh, got to see Bron and KD going at each other. Yeah, that was a. Hey, hey also shout out to KD. KD just uh, that wasn't the. It's not the reason we lost. Like he he tried to take the high road. He didn't talk about. It. He was like, it's not why we lost. We should have done some things differently. Blah 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 blah. Said all of the right things that you often don't hear. You know, superstars say, uh, mm-hmm. especially when he doesn't have to. Uh, but he did. So well, shout out to we KD appreciate for that. that. But KD, they need to be held. To yeah, the well, they they need to be better. Yeah. Simple as that. They absolutely need to be better, and we need to be better. We need our discourse around the Sacramento Kings to be a little bit better. So we're going to talk hmm. about that because I do have concerns unrelated to the ones we talk about talked about yesterday. Okay, uh, and they center around Keegan Murray, specifically Keegan Murray's health. So we'll talk hmm. about that. Uh, phone lines, of course, are open for you nine one six. 909-1320. We'll talk a lot about the live show tomorrow. We'll let you know what you have to do to get your hands on one of these PS5s behind us. You can walk out of 32 Brew Street inside Sky River Casino tomorrow 
with one of these in your hands. Stay mm. locked in. We'll give you the details on that. We're just getting started. It is Dylan McCasey brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Two things going on right now. Actually, can I, can oh. I get one out real yeah, quick? Yeah. Um, because I, I, I just don't want to forget to do this. Y'all know um, we, <laughs> we call him Mark. Because his screen name is Peg Junk, and there's I don't know what the it's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is or what it means. So I just want to oh his name is Mark. Mm-hmm. I just call him Mark. And Impact three sixteen, um, they lost their dad this morning, mm. uh, and so you know we're family. We console each other, uh, and, and and a couple of our own are, are are hurting right now. So we wanted to send those guys love. I'm I'm sure they're not watching, but uh, I, I know they'll get the opportunity to. To go back and see this, so if the Chatty House could could send uh, Mark and Matt some love, yeah. uh, Impact three sixteen and, and and Peg Junk send them a little love, man. Please, please do. Yeah, man. Prayers those, up, man. Those are our for people. you guys. Uh, it's never, you know, the right words to say in these moments or anything else like that. You know, we're, we're praying with you, praying for you, we're with you, and um, you guys hang in there, man. Uh, on a on a on a different note, and you know, to, to do our best to segue out of that that serious stuff, we talk about supporting our own and repping our own. Uh, some of you may know Zell dropped a, a album yesterday mm-hmm. that you could cop on Spotify, Apple, whatever your streaming platform is. Zell is that dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zell is coming through Sky River tomorrow. We're going to talk to him a little bit nice. uh, on stage. He's going to be at Harlow's on January twenty eighth. Oh yeah. So if you right. follow. If you follow Young Zell on any platform, the link is in all of his bios. Again, whether it's uh, condolences or uh, careers, uh, we support our people, and, and and Zell is one of ours, and we're going to continue to support him uh, as well. Looking forward to seeing our brother tomorrow at Sky River Casino. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Sorry. No, I mean, I just pulled up Brock's debut. That's all. Are you are you you're watching? Is it was it Spike? Did he is is he throwing Spike Dudley around? Yeah, well, he threw around Al Snow. Well, and then uh, I don't know who the other guy was, but yes, yeah, oh, Spike just got a clothesline from from up yonder. One of my <laughs> oh my god! One of my favorite matches is Brock versus The Rock at SummerSlam. That's one of my favorites. Mm. What what? It's where it was. The, it was right before The Rock left. For I think the rundown was the movie, and that's when he came back. He was Hollywood Rock because mm-hmm. that that I think it was in New Jersey. They booed the hell out of him. They were mad at the Rock for leaving. Or? They were. They knew. They knew it was time, and they loved Brock. Mm-hmm. So they were, and it was kind of like the WrestleMania thing where I think they knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of the match, the Rock starts wrestling wrestling like a heel, mm-hmm. and they don't show it on camera. But like when it's over. He's like, finally, Ugh, y'all can go to hell. And he, it's so, it's so great. You think it was tougher being Spike Dudley back then, or being the guy who took Rikishi's move? Oh well. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Spike. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Spike. Taking taking Rikishi's. Finisher. That or uh Viscerous is finisher. <laughs> hey. That's called the Kevin Nash backbreaker yeah. right there. Yeah, Kevin yeah, uh Viscerous finisher is a HR violation. Two things with Brock. Wow. Uh, me and Ace's favorite Brock match is him versus Cena. Uh <laughs> he just beat the crap out of him for fifteen minutes. That was incredible. 
I can't lie. I'm a fan of him just showing up at the end of Money in the Bank and just taking it. Like, I won. You guys yeah. are done. Yeah, that was kind of dope. That was kind of funny, too. Leave the hell out These of guys me. out there wrestling for 30 minutes, and Brock walks out for 30 seconds and just takes the title. And then he starts having – he was like, boom, box, Brock yeah, after yeah. that. Started putting the, 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 the briefcase to his ear. He's top 10 all time. Oh, easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. People forget, like, Brock – like as a like he could before this latest run like he could like like go go mm. like him and Kurt Angle like I mean this we talk about the greatest athletes of all time like Brock Lesnar was a two time national champion yeah. like Brock was Legit. real real yeah and then what he did like he changed UFC's business forever mm-hmm. he brought w he brought WWE style of negotiating to UFC he's the only reason Conor McGregor has money he's mm. the only reason Ronda he's the only the four fighters that actually made money in the UFC, they can thank Brock Lesnar for it because he's the one who was like, wait a minute, they're ordering this pay-per-view to see me. Yeah, I want to split above the average. That's, that's about, the old Vince McMahon WWE stuff. That's about it. It's just Brock, Ronda, and Connor. Bones, Bones probably made money. Bones probably, well, at least, the, at least the main events he didn't get disqualified from. <laughs> yeah, uh... I don't know. I'd be interested because because uh, from from what we know, John Jones has never pushed the envelope the way Connor did. Connor said, "I'm not coming back until you give me mm-hmm. X amount of money. I'll go mm-hmm. box forever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not coming back." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he came back and proceeded to get his ass whooped every single time he he stepped in the mm-hmm. octagon. So, and good, for, but good for him because yeah. he got the money. He got his ass kicked. Now what's he? He makes like scotch or something or. Yeah. Something it's, like he, it's safe to say not good for Connor. I wish that money could have went elsewhere. Well, no, I got you, but he was he, at least he knew what to do with it. Like yeah, he, all that money he got from Floyd and 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 upping his price in UFC to get his ass kicked. He did something that can earn him money, and he doesn't have to fight again. It's the uh, combat fighting version of appropriation. That's what he did. He just took Floyd's old style. Uh, Everything Floyd did, he tried to do, and it worked. He made money, but. He ain't original. I guess I'll trust you on that. I didn't follow Floyd enough to know. Yeah, he, I, I, I guess he, I'll trust he tried you on to that. be the uh, the Conor McGregor version of Money Mayweather. That's all he was. Okay. That's I I, I, I guess I I got you. I just always looked at him as a cheap professional wrestler. And that's kind of what Floyd would do a little bit. Yeah, but right? Floyd wasn't cheap. Floyd was smart. No, he was he was good. Like that was the thing. Like he would. See, the, see, see I didn't feel like Connor was good. Like he's, I, he's not. I felt like like <laughs> no. like I didn't want to see Connor and Nate Diaz. I wanted to see Nate Diaz beat his ass. Right. That's what I wanted to see. And that's and I guess maybe that's well, a good heel. It's the old Roddy Piper thing. Yeah. Like you, you could talk Hulk Hogan, but you wanted to see Hulk Hogan beat Roddy Piper. And that's all Floyd did after a while. There'd be people like myself that wanted to see his excellence, and there'd be the other half that wanted to see him lose, and he'd make a lot of money. Roddy Piper and Connor probably have a lot in common. Oh yeah, uh, R.I.P. Uh, Roddy Piper. By the way, I'll just never forget him looking at Mr. T saying, "You're wearing more chains than your ancestors." Mm. WWE in the '80s, baby. But it's cool. It's just cool. WWE I, in I the mean, '80s. Yeah, I mean, look. What do you mean it's cool? Dude went into WrestleMania half black. No, I'm saying they, they just looked at it. It's, it's cool. Yeah. He just thought, hey, this is part of the show. This is just great. I'll just say this. It's part of the show. This is this is awesome. Okay. You remember, All right. You remember that day we was watching Jesse Ventura? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Coco Beware. Yeah. He said, he said this looks like a scene from Roots. 
Vince McMahon Roots said. Two. <laughs> Roots 2. That's what he said. Who was it? Co- it was Coco, Coco Beware. Beware. Coco <laughs> Beware was get whipped. Jesse Ventura, the future governor, says, this looks like a scene out of Roots 2. And Vince, Vince McMahon said, oh, says, oh, Vince what McMahon says, say? what? And he repeats it. Roots 2, McMahon. Yo, yo these boys is crazy. Wow. Crazy. Wild. I saw a clip, a non-racial clip today. Oh, of, that's nice. Uh, Bobby the Brain Heaton getting um, thrown off a raw from the from the Real monsoon. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, and that was that really was his, his last, last day. Yeah, that yeah, was his last day. That was crazy. Throw him out onto the street. That's pretty funny. He they, and they and they went to him. They said, "Well, what do you? What do you, it's it's your last day." Was what that amicable? Yeah, amical? yeah. They paid him. The WCW paid him a boatload of money, mm-hmm. and they they were like, I. You know, WWE was struggling. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we can't match that. Like, mm-hmm. I understand. Like, go ahead. What do you want to do tonight? And he said, "I want Gorilla to throw me out." Oh man, that's why. That's why, throw, wanted, like, that's why he's wanted to go. Tonight. He's like, throw me, like literally, pick me up and throw me out of the venue, and I'm out, and that's how I leave. That's. Oh, he man. said, "I all, all I need though is it has to be Gorilla." That's great and stuff. That's, that, what they that's great that he. Stayed with the show, yeah. Right, stay. Yeah. It wasn't about oh, I'm not gonna go out this way. It's about the show, mm-hmm. and that's just great. I never his heard Hall of Fame speech is so good. If you ever seen his Hall of Fame speech, he's starting to lose his voice. He had already been hit with throat cancer, but he goes on this tangent because it was right when they changed from WWF to WWE, mm. so you were not allowed to say WWF. Mm. And he said it, and he caught it. He was like, "Oops." Oh, let me tell you something. And he launches into this tirade about when I was here, we had a we had a a bird, we had two British bulldogs, we had the the real dog in Matilda, we had a junkyard dog. You talk about the World Wildlife Federation, we had a gorilla doing commentary with a weasel. It was so so like and then the whole, you know, the whole crowd at, at this point in the it's like all wrestlers. Yeah. They all pop for yeah, it, right? Yeah. It's so so good. He's just one That's of the greatest. If That's it wasn't for Paul Heyman, he'd be the greatest yeah. ever. He 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 was the greatest ever up until like 2 years ago. Yeah. Now now Paul Heyman is the one. Paul Heyman. Go. Segway. Wrestling uh, moment of the day. Wrestling with my feelings on the Sacramento Kings. Mm, that's a professional right there. Has led me to believe that the Kings are just fine. But there is something I'm concerned about, and it's Keegan Murray. We touched on this a little bit yesterday. I'm really concerned that he actually left the game uh, for a brief moment mm-hmm. on um, Monday. Monday night. Thank you. And... That, especially with the time away that he had, that gives me like an uncomfortable feeling like, man, he might, this 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 might be something that's just kind of bothering him and they have to work really hard to manage moving forward. Mm. And with that comes like Mike having to figure out how do you, how do I, how do I practice Keegan, right? Like Keegan has to balance practice, especially the way the Sacramento Kings play. Yeah. He has to balance the way that they practice and 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 his ability to get up and down and do all of that stuff while also managing all of the treatment that he has to get. And if it hadn't been, you know, for the lengthy amount of time that he was off, if he had come back a game later, two games later, if he had played the second night of a back to back, which we speculated, hey, maybe maybe this is why after the first practice he didn't come back. Uh-huh. I, I'd be like, okay, I, a little too soon. I got it. I thought they were being super precautious, super cautious, mm-hmm. precautionary with his back. 
And for him to still have that hiccup to where, you know, so I think James or you pointed out that first possession back in, Ingram goes right at him mm-hmm. and Keegan just fouls him. And it was like, oh, okay, I think we might have a problem. Because Keegan had emerged, Keegan had become such a, you know, we all expected Keegan to be really important to what they were doing offensively. Mm-hmm. He really, really became important to what they were doing defensively. And we talked about this yesterday. He guarded LeBron. He, he guarded everyone. Mm-hmm. He guarded every team's best player every single night, regularly throughout the night. And so that's one thing headed into Kevin Durant or Devin Booker. I'm assuming it's only going to be those two. I still think we're a few weeks away from Brad Beal. Mm-hmm. But that's something that concerns me about this matchup coming up Friday. It's something that's going to concern me for a while until Keegan Murray gets a stretch of, you know, probably a couple of weeks worth of basketball where it's like, okay, yeah, I think he's good. I think he's okay. But it's also one of those things that could pop back up at any second. Yeah, uh, it is. Um, I, I, So do you think this is something that, is going to bother him all year? I, I, I don't – I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on the radio. That's my concern. I don't know if it is or it isn't, but it's certainly my concern. And I just don't feel like – I don't feel like back injuries just – I don't feel like back issues, I should say, just stop. Yeah, I mean, I understand the concern for sure. Um, Man's going to have like, – like my – Watch him, watch him Friday, if he plays. I'm a, watch him if he plays. Does he put the little hypervolt belt, you know, around his 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 stomach to, to in his back to, you know, to keep it warm? Just start. Does he does he start looking like a 30 year old player <laughs> on Friday and in the in the games coming forward where these guys are like all wrapped up every time they go to the bench and then when they get up they got to take 25 wraps off. Like I'm wondering, like is is that where we're at with Keegan? Does does Keegan go Larry Bird? And lie on the floor <laughs> at uh, Steve Nash. Steve Nash style. Does he go go go? You know, does he lay on the floor? Like I'm, I'm gonna be watching Keegan on the floor and off if he plays on Friday. I'm gonna be watching him on the floor and off really closely on Friday. Yeah, no, I, I need I a Keegan. NBC if you're listening. I need a Keegan Cam. A Keegan Cam. Yeah, I understand it. I get it. Um, Can I say one more thing about? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Let's also be patient. Maddie, let's be patient with Keegan because we had these ex like we, we you know we had these expectations for him on the offensive end. We had these expectations for growth. What if he's a sixteen point per game guy? What if he's a twenty point per game? We did all of that. Then he comes out. He's phenomenal defensively. He's really good. Now we're like, hey, this dude could be the next Paul George. And we've hit this hit this little moment right here where things have stalled a little bit right with the team and him individually mm-hmm. we just laid out the reasons he missed five five games dealing with something he's less than maybe well I guess missing the five games he's probably less than 100 games into his career yeah okay less he hasn't gotten it all it's not all figured out yet he can grow he can continue to get better. Like there's still, there's still a whole world ahead for Keegan Murray. I agree. We 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 I I you know we've got a job to do. 
We're all fans. We react to the last thing we saw. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But let's be careful to not react to something with something that will have long-term consequences. Right, right. No, and that's fair. That's, I think um, I think he's been a little up and down this year. Uh, I'd like to see him be a little bit more consistent out there. But, you know, he's taking on a little bit more responsibility than he did last year. It wasn't mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. you know, catch and shoot and – Hang out in the corner. Now he's looked out to be a defensive stalwart on the perimeter. Um, and they're looking for him to do a little bit more on the offensive end. I think overall he's been fine. Um, but like you said, maybe it takes a little bit more time for him to reach the heights and reach the levels that a lot of people hoped and expected for him. You know, to average 15, 16 points a game, something like that. And then we got excited, you know, in the first week or so of the season because he was guarding all these these wings. Oh, now, he, you know, he's going to be a, a two-way player and all this other stuff. All right, let him let him feel his way into this a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. give, give, give him a little bit more time to, to get comfortable with this new role that it seems Mike is putting on him. Yeah, and it's not something that has to be figured out today. It's something that he's going to figure out in time. Like, if you – believe Keegan Murray is the long-term solution for this team. If you believe he is the third in a potential big three, great. It just might not be the 20th game into his second season. Mm. It might not be the 82nd game into his second season. Right. You want Keegan here for the next 15 years, right? Like, And right now there's no reason to believe that he can't be. He's going to continue to get better. We saw the growth that he had in just the short part of this season already. Mm-hmm. Let's be patient with that. Let's manage our uh, expectations, not only of this team, but of him. And looking back last year, this team really got going in January. They had already had the seven-game win streak, mm-hmm. but it was the six-game win streak in January where it was like, okay, that was the, that's the famous KC moment. They couldn't get five games above 500. Mm-hmm. Four, then it would be three. Four, then it would be three. KC said, well, they got to five. I don't think they're looking back. And they didn't. Yeah. yeah they didn't. And that was the middle of January. And that were, that's where it started to become, yo, this is a, this is a playoff team. Mm-hmm. This, not only is this a playoff team, this is a team, they're at the two seed. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they – they they uh or three seed excuse me what, what were they last year well, uh, three seed three seed they left the three seed once yeah to go to the two seed for a day yeah and then went back to the three seed we were thinking about the one seed they we were and they never went below that though mm-hmm. they stayed there for the next three months mm-hmm. they stayed there until game seven yeah. and that's that was the prog- we're still a month away from the 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 flow that they hit last year. We can come up with all of the reasons why they, they hit that flow in January. Oh, they needed time to play together. That's, that's all good. This roster is a little bit different. The approach from Mike Brown is a little bit different. Give this team time to put this all together, mm-hmm. especially you had the De'Aaron factor, the five-game factor earlier. Mm-hmm. And like I said, my bigger concern is now Keegan because I think they'll know relatively soon – Especially with Friday, mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday. That's their schedule coming up. 
two travel days in there too, or two, two d- d- traveling to Phoenix mm-hmm. and then traveling to Los Angeles. I think they'll know pretty quick, like, hey, this this Keegan thing could linger a little bit. Mm. If nothing happens over those three games, they're probably comfortable. Like, okay, we, we might have gotten through the worst of this. If not, though, it could be, all right, we better come up with a plan to how to how to handle this so we don't put him in a bad spot and so we don't put our team in a bad spot. What do you think about them maybe finding some stuff out today in practice? Because if he tweaks something on Monday, was able to play, mm-hmm. and feels fine, mm-hmm. Maybe that could sound like it just you know a little tweak. You're gonna have these things from time to time. Nothing you can't work through. Um, but on the flip side, RIP, flip side. Um, if, your friend, your friend, flip side. <laughs> if he's like still sore today after tweaking it on Monday, then that's obviously cause for concern. Maybe. Um, because it's almost like I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. So I don't want to speak out of turn, but I wonder if it's like a sprained ankle, right? So you sprain your ankle really bad. Um, and we've actually probably seen it with De'Aaron. You sprain it really bad. You come back and play. There's little tweaks that happen where it's like, ah, oh, that kind of hurt. But it's not bad enough like that sets you out before. It did happen to De'Aaron. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know, but you, you feel it real quick. You stretch it back out. Then, you know, and then you get back to it. I wonder if this back has some of those type of um, – aftershock so to speak yeah yeah I think the the difficulty with that is sure that 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 could 100% be true and I think your original question was can you find some things out today I think you you can you can but I'll ask you in my head as a you know a a Mm non-athlete in my head no matter no matter how much you try, practice can't simulate a game against an opponent. Is that inaccurate or accurate? Um, not saying you don't go hard during practice. Not, not, not saying any of that. I'm saying it, it, the, the exact simulation, the exact replica is extremely difficult. Uh, it's, it's more of a um, uh, kind of like flow, emotional type deal as opposed to physical. Like the move that he tweaked his back on on Monday, mm-hmm. that could happen in a practice. Okay. Like you're scrimmaging and you're doing all that, that could happen in a practice. Now, whether you have the adrenaline to keep playing in a, in a practice the same you might in the game, that's where the difference comes from. So physically, the actual though, physical thing, yeah, those things. It could be the same? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, yeah, you can find stuff out then. You can absolutely find stuff out today. Because I always feel like you can say it's replicating a game. It's not. But you know you know far better than I do. So if, 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 if from a physical standpoint, if Keegan's if, – if Mike is demanding that they go 110% during practice mm-hmm. and you can see as a coach, as a trainer, as all of that, that that's what they're doing. And, yeah, see how he holds up. Yeah, and Keegan comes out good. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, well, yes, you can my, absolutely yeah, learn something find, today. Find something out uh, – Today, with Keegan Murray's back, I, I'm obviously, like everybody else, I'm hoping he's good. Um, and I hope it's just like one of those little tweak situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, I, 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 from where I normally stand, I didn't see Keegan go to the locker room. Um, I saw a, a tweet pop up from, I think it was Matt, or, I think Matt and Deuce was mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah, they talked about it on the broadcast that. too. They they reported it on there, showed the play <clears throat> um, where they thought it happened, mm-hmm. and I I was doing some other stuff. I don't know how long he was out, and if he just I think after the half he just came back out there. He did so because yeah. he was a part of the he was a, he 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 hit a eight three maybe two threes mm-hmm. that set In the, that third quarter yeah yeah that set the 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 arena blaze and he looked fine. When he came back, he probably probably didn't feel fine. I think his he, I think it was problematic on the defensive end. Wow. Uh, well, it, that, and, that, go that, ahead. That man, yeah. is problematic. Yeah, that, that's that, that's fair. That's that's fair. That that was a dumb remark. Yes, he. No, I mean, it, it could be. But no, those no these. He could have been a hundred percent the same exact things though. But look, these things happen on offense. Hey, I'm moving. Hey, give me that. Oh, hey, hit him. Got him. Ta-ta. On on yeah on defense. Ah. Hey, hey, help. I can't move the same way. Oh, uh, defense. Yeah, I know how that happens. That's what Kenny does during pickup games. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I was at the gym last night. I think oh, yeah? last night was the first time I've been in a gym like that. I went to 24. First time I've been in a gym since before COVID, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I've gone to, like, basketball gyms and worked out at home and done all that other stuff. But I ain't been in a gym, I think, since before COVID. Hey, uh, tell TC to hang tight. We'll come back. We'll take your calls, 916-909-1320. We got a lot more to talk about as it pertains to the Sacramento Kings. We got a lot more to talk about as it pertains to your San Francisco 49ers. And we got a PS5 to give away. We'll let you know how you can walk out of Sky River Casino with that PS5 in hand tomorrow at our live broadcast. Dilo and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Wait, okay, wait a minute. Sorry, I might have heard that wrong. Can you re- who Whose name did you just Adam say? Adam Silver. Yeah. On Pat McAfee's show. Was giving props to the dude that just passed or whatever. It I'm not was, too familiar with his game and all, but he's not a favorable yeah. guy. And then, yeah, he was talking about strong military and all that. And I saw that clip, you know, people, I was like, why? 
why are we even talking about this? Like, where does this even come from? That's the thing. Why do the people why talking about the guy? Adam's too smart for that. What are you doing? You That's... didn't see the Yankees to it. You did... did you notice the Yankees were the only ones that did that? Come on, Adam. You said I I, I thought I thought I heard you say Adam. Then you said Pat McAfee, and I was like, oh, in my head, I'm like, oh, he said Aaron Rodgers. No. Would have made more sense. Way more sense. Yeah, I, I, way I, more I don't sense. know what Adam was thinking. They're like going out of their way, too, I feel like. Yeah, there's no need. Nobody asked for any of this. There's, yeah, there's no need, no need for this at all. Uh, we are going to be live. This show will be live uh, tomorrow at Sky River Casino in 32 Brew Street. Uh, we tried to broadcast live at least uh, order. We were hoping uh, tomorrow would be a watch party. It's not. Well, it's just it going to be, will be, just not for the Kings. No. <laughs> there will actually be a game being played uh, while we're doing our show uh, that we could talk about. But, uh, you know, we got a, we got a great guest list. Matt's going to come spend, like, half the day with us. Matt George. D'Lo and Casey and Co. <laughs> well, there you go. I said D-Lo, Casey, and MG, like, like hey, whatever. <laughs> we, 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 we could go uh, D-Lo and Cole. Um, but, yeah, the whole the squad is coming through. But most importantly, man, we have your opportunity to win uh, a PS5. By the way, if you've never been to one shout of our live broadcasts, uh, yes, indeed, absolutely. Shout out to Diff- Jiffy Lubin. Shout out to, to, the, to the insiders because we're just openly acknowledging we're stealing one. Oh, yeah. We're yeah, just yeah, taking that's, one. That's what's happening. Yeah. that's. And you see they yeah. open. Now, do we get to give away the 2K, too? I'm going to say yes. We'll just I'm going to tell Joe to come in here, grab the PS5 and and the and the and the 2K and take it to 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 Sky River Casino. I'm going to say something now. to Joe. I don't know what Joe was thinking. I don't know yeah. why he did that. We gave it away. Like it's gone. There's nothing we can do about it, but Joe. Joe, <laughs> no, come on Joe, we need to just talk. Like Joe. Joe the other day at the ice rink. No, we're not giving away tickets. None here. Joe, are we, we giving away tickets? Yes, Joe, we are. We, we had told we had told our audience on KSFM for two hours. Hey, come through, see us at the at the, at the ice rink. We'll be giving away tickets to see T Pain and Flow Rider. These people come up to Joe. Hey, I heard you were giving away tickets to T Pain and Flow Rider. No. And in Joe's defense, we don't really ask yeah, like yeah, permission yeah. to do stuff. We just kind of do it and go. Oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> Uh, thankfully, shout um, out Joe, man. Joe, a good dude, man. I'm, I so, have a good time with him. Man. So, apologies to the dozen or so people that came to ask Joe for tickets, and he said no. Uh, Joe said, "The hell are you talking about?" And shout out, uh, we were able to give him away later in the evening. Um, <laughs> now, I remember specifically because one young lady came by. I saw her come into the area. She looked like she was on a mission, like trying to make it. And uh, I guess she asked Joe, "Do we have tickets?" And he was like, nah, we don't have no tickets. And then he like kind of looked at her a little bit, looked at her walk off or whatever. Because hey, AKC, uh, do we have tickets to give away? <laughs> like, Poor Joe's like, why the hell do they keep asking me this? <laughs> I said, yes, we do. Oh, oh no. Again, I've been turning away people. <laughs> to be fair to our man Joe, his note said, no ticket giveaways. <laughs> yeah. Joe will learn working with D'Lo and KC. We just got to do whatever we want. (laughs) (laughs) Like the PS5. Oh, Jiffy Lube's giving us PS5s? Cool. Let's take one to Sky River Casino. Now that was a DX move. Well, (laughs) 
Hey, you can't do that. It's too late. We told our audience already. We can't be. We can't lie to our audience. We got to take one of the PS5s. Adjust accordingly. The insiders can give away the rest of them. Yeah, they got it. They and got it. We'll take 2K2. They won't even miss it. Oh, they won't even miss it. And if you, we can get that hooked up to the to that giant screen that the tribal chief watches, hey, you gonna you gonna come back to the to the video game world? No. I'm not doing that. Crazy. I'm not doing. That's what I'm afraid of. Games are crazy. That's that's what I'm afraid of. We already went through this, bro. The Oculus got taken back. Oculus was, but the Oculus was that was uncomfortable. Oculus kind of fired. I I, when I put it, I got to get back on. I literally felt I don't like that. Oculus is like it works too well to the point where it's like I'm not going to try that. I felt detached. Yes, like this is (laughs) not okay. It's a little creepy. It is a little creepy because they got the one thing. I think it's like. Well, first of all, you you did the thing where you were in a loft. Did you do that? Like a like it's, a world. It's, it, well, the loft is like your home base. Yes. Yeah. 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 That is a little creep. When I yeah, got yeah. in the loft, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I go lie to you. I was a little freaked out. Yeah, <laughs> I was I, like, get this thing yeah, off. I was out I there boxing like I was Canelo, just sweating and all stuff. I was out there like a Jedi two playing Star Wars. Like it's not <laughs> it's not gonna work, dude. It's, it's too it's too good. They had Jurassic Park. Now they got the Apple one coming out, like that the, but that's crazy. like a that's like a thirty five hundred dollar yeah. device. That one's crazy. Do they have one yet where you can play football? Do they have one yet where you can play football and like be the quarterback yet or anything yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, you could do that on Oculus, like with the, the actual game, teams the, though. Yeah, the game's not. It's not there yet. Like I didn't get the I didn't get it because it's not there yet. But they have they have Jurassic Park, which is crazy. They got um, where you're in a spaceship. That's it's too much. I'm like yo. I take this thing off my eyes. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. Jesse's right. He said it <laughs> perfectly. It works too well. The best one is when they have people like walk the plank or whatever, and they video them, and they're just like, like, just like holding on for dear life, and it's just, bro, you're on the floor, you're fine. <laughs> it's not real, <laughs> bro. It's spooky, man. It's spooky season. But yeah, man, you get get on that two K. The two K ain't gonna do nothing to you. I'm not coming. I'm not. Where, where's Where's my man Anthony? My man Anthony says I haven't played video games in ten years. Never going back. That's me. Well, if anybody does play and whoever wins this PS Five, you can get my uh, user tag or whatever. I'll smack you up in some Madden. Well, I ain't gonna talk crazy about two K. But Madden, oh yeah, I'll smack somebody up in Madden. I got a I got a play sheet like Kyle Shanahan. So now we're giving away a used PlayStation Five because we're opening it up at the at the at the at thirty two Brew Street and we're we're playing it. What do they call it? Call it refurbished. Refurbished, yes, a, a refurbished. Just just stuffing the controllers back in the box here, pal. Congratulations. Uh, we'll be giving those away. So tomorrow, if you're coming through the live broadcast, uh, there'll be a table. It'll be very obvious for you. Mm-hmm. Go up to the table. Our people there will give you the keyword. You're gonna have to text that keyword. To a number that I don't know yet. Mm. I think it's four thirteen twenty, but okay. I don't know that for sure. Um, but you have you 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 can't get the, you only get the keyword at thirty two Bruce Street, and mm. we'll be giving that away at three forty five. And you've got to be there to win. Like you are walking out of thirty two Bruce yeah. Street with with the PS five in hand. Yeah, yeah. So uh, come through, and there's there's no there's no close time. So if um, you can't get there, because we understand. Believe me, we understand. It's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Y'all got jobs. If you can't get there till 3 or 3.30, it's cool. Just go to the table. Mm-hmm. Get the keyword. Make sure you text the keyword uh, to the number. I think it's for uh, 1320, but you'll be given all of that information tomorrow, like when you walk in. Right. So that's how you win the PS5. And, of course, we'll remind everybody uh, all throughout tomorrow's show uh, mm-hmm. that we'll be doing live. We love being there. 
Um, we're going to make this one a lot of fun. There's no game tonight. There's no game tomorrow. Uh, so we'll have some fun uh, at 32 Brew Street. We'll do some different things. I mentioned Young Zell's going to come through. We'll talk to him. We're going to have a really good time tomorrow at Sky River Casino. You know what I thought about um, last night? Because the Kings, they play the Suns on Friday mm-hmm. in Phoenix for whatever reason. Why, why do these loser teams get to play the Scrubs? For instance, the Warriors. Yeah. Why do they get to play the Blazers? They should be playing Minnesota. Like they 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 have an opportunity because they make the schedule after they know who's who. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm making that. I'm putting. I'm putting the Blazers against the Spurs. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting uh, the 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 Pistons against the Wizards again. And I'm gonna put oh, I see what the Cavs saying. again. Like I think the well, Minis- Cavs or Orlando. That's a good one. That's, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Minnesota's playing San Antonio. Yeah, no, swap that. Swap that. I see. I see. I see what you're talking about. There's gotta. Is there a? Is there? There's got to be a formula to it, right? I don't know. Minnesota. What? what who are the, the 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 Warriors are playing? Who the Blazers? Yeah. Dallas playing Utah. Well, <laughs> OKC versus Houston. The, the NBA might look at the Warriors versus Blazers as two scrubs playing. <laughs> I, well, I, <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm just looking. They're both out of the. I mean, the, 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 that's 11 and 13 playing. I thought because I'm looking at <laughs> the Minnesota versus San Antonio is one versus 15. So I was like, maybe yeah, there's a, maybe there's a formula to us. There's not. Come on, that's there doesn't a, there doesn't appear to be any sort of formula to that's this. That's an easy extra was, win for Minnesota. It's an easy well, extra it's win. The, it's the NBA. Don't do that. Yeah, th- this is weird. Memphis is playing Detroit. This is odd. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know this. The the Seventy Sixers, twelve and seven, are playing Washington, three and sixteen. They did the right thing with uh, like Orlando and Cleveland, Denver and L.A. The Clippers. That's the right thing. Like, okay. you you have an opportunity when you make mm. the schedule to look at what's going on in the standings, make make good matchups yeah. out of it. Maybe they'll do it moving forward. There, there, there had to be a reason. I have no idea what, but there had to be a reason. Maybe there isn't because they didn't have. They just didn't know what they were doing with the extra, the extra game and canceling. Well, we the game still don't know what would have happened if the Kings played the Lakers on well, Thursday. Well, no, we have the same issue. Oh, no, we don't. Well, yeah, we do with the Suns. They're going to play the Suns five times. So what happens now? (laughs) How come no one will answer us? They just randomly play the Suns five times, and the Suns get an extra home game. That's the other thing I was wondering about. Did the Suns get – do the Kings have – does that mean the Kings have 40 home games? I think they lose a home game, yeah. And 42 road games? Mm -hmm. Huh. All right, let's get T.C. Uh, he's been waiting. Oh for yeah, a sorry, TC. Yeah, my bad, TC. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, brother? Yeah, hey, don't even trip. It's all good, man. What's up with my two brothers? What We're up, here, TC? Baby. Man, you know it's all good. Hey, look, check it out. Hey, I, I kind of want to jump out there. Look, check it out. Hey, so I got two things. I got a trade, but the first thing is, how you guys feel about? I know that Mike wants the team to like figure it out on the court, and I'm all fine. I'm, I'm all for that. But what you guys think about Mike going back to like? When a team goes on a mini run or make a shot, Mike calls that timeout just to cool them down, and then we 
redeem ourselves because I think this year he's been kind of like taking the back seat on that and teams have been making runs and we haven't been able to like gather ourselves. What do you think about that, bro? I was always a fan of the quick timeout. I loved it. Yeah, I, I at first I didn't it, like it, then, you know, kind of grew on me. But I think what's going on here, and this is what I said last year, and it's happening this year. They gotta, they gotta be able to handle that. He can't, he can't call a timeout every time. Like and they're, they're gonna be out to be. And there's probably a concern that at some point it's not gonna be impactful anymore. There's that too. Like yeah. it, 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 it felt TC last year. Like when he did that, it was impactful. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. The or, or he might feel like if he does it now, it's not as impactful right. as doing it last year. Right. I get it. Now what about this trade? I do this in a heartbeat. I, I mean, I know the Jazz. They like the HB. Well, what you guys think about HB Davion and two first round picks? To me, that's not that's not a lot. I know some people might be like two first, but I I'll do that in a heartbeat to go get the boy Lloyd Marketing. I mean, I'd do it. I don't think Utah would, but sure. I don't think they would either. Like, and that's Danny Ainge. He'd want twenty seven first round picks, mm. which I think is illegal. <laughs> get your boy. You lay off of Danny Ainge, okay? Oh, oh, you still defend? Oh, you defend Utah, Danny Ainge? That's how deep the I love defend is, Danny huh? Ainge. All right, that's how, got a lot that's of how heat deep for... the love is. <laughs> I defend Danny Ainge. All right, man, look at that. Get you someone who loves you the way Jesse loves Danny Ainge. Dude, dude gets a lot of heat for the Celtics always being good when he was there. Hmm. Well, he gets a lot of heat for what he did last year too. That's not my problem. I'm defending this other stuff. <laughs> I can't. I can't defend Utah. Just yeah, I yeah. Just a just a quick like streaming bit. Does anyone else like think this is Casey every time this meme pops up on their screen? This guy, people have said that a number of different times. Well, I know, but, but like, why does he? Why does this guy steal my whole style? I but it, the, 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 this guy looks exactly <laughs> like you. Like I always look at this. Like, is this someone from the chatty house? Is this Casey at the state office? Like, was this pre radio Casey? Like, when is this? <laughs> Like that absolutely looks like Casey. Apologies to the radio yeah, audience. Style, the funny thing is, the people listening on the radio who know us probably like, I know exactly what <laughs> Giffy's talking about. The guy where yeah, the, he's making the style. I mean, he's got the earring. Man. Beard is cut almost. I mean, not even almost. It's exact. It's pretty, it's pretty close. Oh, just, just confirm. That's not you. No, no, that's not me. What if you had that's- a Sacramento splash? Hmm. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> a lot of people be stealing your style on the internet. It's true. A lot of people be stealing your style on the internet. <laughs> I mean, this is this is this is Jason Jones Brock Lesnar streak level <laughs> stuff right here. But okay, Kenny it's says it's not, not him. Me, I guess man. I believe him. It's not me. It might not be me. that guy we saw at uh, Soul Bloom. Remember that guy we saw at Soul Bloom? Who he goes walking? He looked. He looked exactly <laughs> like you. <laughs> Brody remember. looked exactly like me and Oasis, Oasis was laughing about it. It was like, look, man, it's, it's Casey's big bro right there. All right, if you say that's not you, I guess it's not you. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, hey. uh, just a uh, public service announcement. Um, <clears throat> the Twitter and Instagram handles are back. That, that's the way it should be. Uh, that's the way it should. you need to take ownership of that's of, it's mine now yeah mine you need now. to take ownership of it because i I, I hated i am casey 916 i get what you were trying to do i hated that well i had to make sure the storm passed no well it didn't pass pal <laughs> it's, it's going on for a while apparently you haven't checked your uh hollywood reporter update <laughs> the storm has not passed sir but you need to take ownership of diddy like that's yours now uh chat is asking can you make just so we know that that's not you 
I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Come on, man. I don't know. That ain't me. Okay. If you say so, <laughs> sir. If you say so. That was actually Kenny at his old job before Odyssey. That's what I, that's what I thought. I would, Casey out here making gifts at the state. I would have had no fun, no fun pictures and videos at that point. One of my favorite. Actually, that was actually an all right place. One Just of my a couple f- people were jerks. Favorite footnotes about this job is that we were doing a show and his job didn't even know. <laughs> See, I, I wasn't even like fully hip to that either. I was just like, Kenny's going back to work. Like, yeah. what's going on? Kenny was on his lunch break <laughs> during the early days of D-Lo and KC was, and man. just went going back to work and no one thought a thing of it. No, no. And uh, one of the bosses in there was like a big sports fan. That's how under the radar D-Lo and KC was when we started. We would get so hyped because we was, had like 50 views on the stream. Oh, so. we'd be hyped. There was one guy, uh, Alfonso, who, who knew about the show. I was like, man, don't be saying that, bro. <laughs> don't tell just nobody. Just keep your mouth shut. Don't tell nobody I'm on the radio. <laughs> That's incredible. Because I, I didn't tell them I was doing a radio. Like when I left, yeah. I, didn't, it, I told you them. Just went to lunch. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that insubordinate. It, it was some. It was COVID times. I was like, oh, um, I got to watch my kid. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't have the daycare because it's COVID going on. So they gave you couple hours to, to watch until you found somebody to fill in and that's what I was saying I was doing. Got you. Okay. Say what you want though. This worked out like hell so oh, far. Man. Did you man. did you did you work there during the you worked there for part of the four hours show, right? No, because that's when I had to make a decision. <laughs> that's when that's when well the jig is up. <laughs> <laughs> that's when All I right. had to make I got a decision. You. I got you. Okay. Um yeah. Now we're a legit show. radio show. Who would have thought? Who, Who would have thought? Radio show. We're a real radio station now. We got two yeah, shows on this facts. station now. Yeah. We in here. We in here, baby. We, we did in it. Here. We did it. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. Yes, indeed. Did you see what Joe Biden said? He said it at a fundraiser dinner. It's like, oh, bro, did you not think that was going to get out? What did he say now? He said he doesn't know if he'd be running this year if Trump wasn't running. It's like, dog. You can't say that. I don't care how much money they gave you. You can't say that. Joe don't be listening to his uh, Olivia Pope. Well. Sometimes. (laughs) Over the last few years, he just don't be listening to his Olivia Pope. Because I know Olivia didn't tell him to say that. Definitely, Yeah, he got pulled aside. How many many times have I said that over the last few years? I know she did not tell him to say that. He definitely got pulled aside by by Olivia Pope after that. We got This is Odyssey. We really living in This is America. Oh, every yeah, day we, we really are there's a debate tonight i didn't even know that i didn't know that there's a debate tonight is it what what kind of debate is it like one a, of the, a republican the, mm. the republican uh debate i'm gonna check that out it's i i don't know i know nikki haley's in it and rondo santis in it because i was reading about that idiot this morning because he's trying to sue for the college football playoff committee what Ron DeSantis, oh, for Florida State. He's the governor of California. Uh, excuse me, the governor of Florida. Mm-hmm. So he's proposing. He wants to sue. He asked for like, was it was it like ten million dollars? No, I think they're just a million. It was a million dollars. He asked for a million dollars because he wants to sue the college football playoff committee for keeping Florida State out. Wait, he wants the people of Florida to give him a million dollars and to sue? sue. Yes. Come on, man. This is a dude who's running for the highest office in the land. Wasn't he supposed to uh, debate Gavin Newsom? Yeah, I don't know if that ever happened. I think people talked about it because they were like, yo, 
Don't Bro. do this. It's about to get nasty. So you're you're familiar with DeSantis, right? Yeah. Like he's like Trump on steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what his middle name is? No. Donald? <laughs> Bro. His name is Ronald Dion. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. That man's no, man, come on. I swear to God, I saw that this morning. I was like, someone had to have hacked his Wikipedia page because there's no way this dude's middle name is Dion. They'll hide that stuff, too. Oh, that dude's middle name is come Dion. Come on. That's crazy. That's crazy. Speaking of Dion, you see his shoes are coming back out next year? Gonna cop. Gonna cop. Yeah, you know, you know, I can't wear those. Well, did you see the Kobe's that are coming out next year? The Kobe 9s. Ah, see, it's a killer, though. It's high top. The high top joints are coming out all white. Now low top sixes are coming out all white next year too. There's like 10 Kobe's coming out next year. I'm just trying to get the ones that are at Duke. That's all I wow. want. Those are Put in a word for your boy. Fire. Put, it, put in a word for your boy. I, I, feel want like, the, I want the blue ones. I feel like Cameron with Nia Long. My, <laughs> my message has been left unread for over a year. <laughs> left I, want, I want the blue ones, man. I want the blue. You get the white ones. I, I I'll take the blue ones. I work. What size are you? Eleven. I work on that. Man. Anybody else? You. Everybody else listening out there too. I wear a size eleven. Okay. That's because that's what Kenny needs is more yeah. shoes. Well, just, I, I, it happens sometimes. I don't know. Well, it does. I'm gonna need. I'm starting needing a place to put them. My, my closet's kind of filled up. And you you keep the boxes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't keep the boxes. It's just gotten to be too much. I can't have all those boxes out there. I really get caught every time, every freaking time. And shout out to the people who did this, like on Instagram, social media, who created Instagram ads. Mm-hmm. They're targeting idiots like me because they get me every time. You know what happens on your phone? You mm-hmm. Google shoes, mm-hmm. and then your Instagram ads feeds you something that has to do with shoes. And I always get fed those containers mm-hmm. With the lights behind them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those are fire, yeah, right? Look. Until you look and see that one. It's like $40. Yeah, for one. <laughs> one shoe. It holds one <laughs> pair of shoes. So, you know, for, for fortunate individuals, like you couldn't afford something like that. You'd have to have a, a De'Aaron Fox salary to afford <laughs> all those things to, 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 to store your shoes. Yeah. I think I'm going to start taking some shoes to uh, Sheryl Nell Grove. Take some to her house. Create some room. What about next to Jazz's motorcycle? Well, does Jazz still have the motorcycle? Yeah, she started it up the other day. Did she ride it? No, she just started it because you just have to start it every once in a while. Keep it it fresh. Why don't you build a showroom in um, Little Staples Center? That's a good question. We can get a shed up. Yeah. Well, we are getting a shed on that. You got room? Well, it's not going to be super big, but that's where we're putting the 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 house. like the gardening tools and stuff like that. He said house. No, I said you that's where we got a guest house. The gardening house. tools for the house. So you're building a guest house finally. Where no, you keep your no, where you no keep your um your lawn care stuff. No, there's no, no. This you're building a whole house for your. No, lawn there's care not a stuff. house. It's gonna be a shed. But you said house. Yeah. You also didn't flinch when he called it the little staple center. You didn't. No, I love I didn't. that. See. That's not no, true. No, he didn't even flinch. That's not true. Didn't even flinch. That's not true. It sounded so natural. That's not. You know, there's houses in our neighborhood that do have outhouses. They have, like, separate houses. Oh, yeah, that's different than an <laughs> yeah. outhouse. <laughs> that's not the same thing. Yeah. Oh, like, that's well, an unfortunate... Will your, will your shed slash house have a window? No. 
All right, we'll call it a shed then. Yeah, it's, a right. shed. Okay. it's just where the, the lawnmower is going to go, the shovel, the rake. How many acres is your? No, no acres at all. Oh. What are you talking about? What is this guy talking about? Where's the security? Like what? That's on the, like the third acre, right? Where the security stands. I don't with the have acres or a acre, and I don't have security. I think David. I Jackson. live a nice, modest house. The Caraway Shoe Shed. You got a lake though. It's like a five. So you do have a lake. Yeah, that is. Just, you do have a. That was, lake. That was, that was the coolest gorgeous. baby shower yeah, I've ever been to in my it was life. Gorgeous. Oh, my. People taking a walk around Kenny's Lake until the security comes. Sir, you can't go any further. I'm Mr. Sorry. Tappy, I'll take you over here to yeah. um, the party. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Tappy, Mr. Caraway would like all of his guests to return to the main house. Sorry, sorry, sir. Here's an old d'oeuvre. You guys do bring up a good point, though. I probably should get a shoe shed. Well, that was yeah. David Jackson that brought that up. So That's a good case. idea. <laughs> no acres, just a basketball court in the backyard. Yeah, That's facts. <laughs> That's facts. It's, it's, it's like... To the three-point line. What are you talking about? Kenny's basketball court is like the basketball courts they used to put on the ships. Like when Michigan State would play like Duke or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. on the yeah, carrier, yeah. whatever they call it. I think so that's dangerous. one of the ones he got. Was the like <laughs> it was straight off the ship. The same ship that uh Lex Luger body slammed Yoko Zuna on. It was the same one. We'll come back. Wasn't he on the just on the Yeah, base? it was on the, yeah, it was on um what was it? The USS Intrepid in New York. Like right on I think that's I think it's on the Hudson. It was right on the Hudson. The, the, I love the helicopter comes in and everyone's chanting, Hogan, Hogan. And then Lex Luger gets off. So, oh. Nobody wanted Luger. Oh, all right. We'll come back. Um, we need to talk about your San Francisco 49ers. We had some things we wanted to talk about yesterday, but King's Panic kind of set in and oh. derailed us a little bit. So we've got that coming up. Steve McCasey brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Who'd you say was on hold? Troy? 916-909-1320. Troy, what's happening, baby? Happening with my boys, man. What up, though? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, bro. Just a quick note on that conversation I was having, bro. Uh, I'm trying to get on the shoe home, buying a couple pair of shoes here and there, getting mm-hmm. permission from the wifey and uh, Costco because they got these the box that mm-hmm. you talk about the light in the back, but they got the box for six uh, for six shoes. I wear 14. They're perfect for mm-hmm. 34. 
Mm, so six oh. boxes for four dollars, well, and and it's got You're the it's, light, well that well that's okay. It's the easy way around it. They got the clear. Yes, sir. Oh, okay, right on, Troy. We appreciate. It's a good you look. Put your own lights in. You put the either either the the, uh, the strings yeah. in, in there, depending on what the the box looks like. You could put them in in the box or put them behind or do a spotlight like Kenny. No, he's uh, I'm not having this. The funny thing about this that he had jazz probably that's the great um, thing. Like did, she told me what she wanted for Christmas. She wanted a saw and a and a cutting desk or whatever. Your wife is different, bro. Jeez. <laughs> that's so fine. All you gotta do is get a saw. Like that's the easiest Christmas gift. But no, not like a saw. The power saw. Oh, like like for real, for real. Yeah. Oh. Oh my god. Yeah. And a cutting desk or whatever. Yeah, I know. I can I can envision exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, you get to building that shed soon. I love that. It's gonna be right next to her motorcycle. And Kenny's shoes. <laughs> so you got Kenny's shoes and Jasmine's motorcycle and uh, table saw. I'm going to text my mom right now. I'm going to ask her if I could start bringing some shoes over. I'll let, you, I'll let you guys know what she's Well, saying. isn't she in New York? No, she's back. She's back. Oh, she just goes to New York for the day and comes back. <laughs> yeah, well, she was in Memphis, and then somehow they ended up in New York. She went to see the Hove exhibit. Book of Hove. And then... Came home. Does she not know how she? They just on a whim went to New York. No, I was planned. Oh, okay. I don't know why you said they you don't went know to how New York. To, oh, okay, I got you. Because right. yeah, Memphis was the trip. I don't know why they were like, "Hey, let's go to New York," but that was the plan. Memphis, that's where Graceland is, right? I've mm-hmm. been to. I've been to Memphis. Well, actually, I just went to Graceland and then left Memphis. I like to go to Memphis. Memphis is a little. Yeah, it's, it's got culture there. It's got culture. They do. Uh, it wasn't at Graceland though. Was <laughs> that Graceland, uh, the Conor McGregor of music? Well, boy, that's that's a whole other discussion. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. If you want to get in, I was, if you want to get in on the conversation, what conversation? What are we even talking about? I don't even know what's going on here. We were talking about the show got off to a strong start, but man, it's got a got a, got a little weird there for a minute. Oh, um, we know we're going to talk about Niners. I got. Kings news. There was King news. Okay. I missed it. The uh, Stockton Kings traded oh. for Stanley Johnson yesterday. Stanley Johnson, I I mean, he's probably not an NBA player at this point, but just always fascinated by him. He was going to be like the he, next LeBron. He was the seventh pick in the draft, right? Yeah. Out of high school, he was like the next LeBron. I think he, I think he won four state championships. <laughs> Out of modern day, he won four. He won every year, and he was like the guy every mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be that next dude, and he's bounced around the league a number of different times. Obviously, in the G League now, but I I would seriously doubt he has anything that can help the 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 Kings, the the big club at all. But this is the type of deal I'm okay with making. A guy like Stanley Johnson, who actually. He actually played solid for the Lakers the last time he was in the league, I think. It, it was his defense, remember? Because he locked up Rudy Gobert or whatever That's and stuff right. like yeah. that. And everyone was going crazy. Then I think they gave him um, a contract for the rest of the year. So his defense is solid, but his right. offensive numbers are right. no good. And who knows if he ever reaches the the, the Kings, the Sacramento Kings. But mm-hmm. all, right. all right, let's see what he got. He's mm-hmm. It's free out there. He's running around the G League. Go, yeah, go pick him up. See what he got. Get him with Lindsey. Get him. You know, with the with the the coaching staff, Doug and all that, and see if they could work with him. I don't know. Like it's I said, we, we're probably years old. Yeah, we'll probably never see him here. But I don't know. Why not take a shot? I'm fine with that. 
Maybe it's a guy who let can Lindsay defend a wing eventually. Let Lindsey Cook. Let Lindsey Cook. Yeah. Uh, reminder, we'll be doing tomorrow's show live from Sky River Casino at 32 Brew Street. We would love to see you out there. Come join us from 12 to 4. Of course, as always, uh, we'll be hanging out and having some drinks, having some food uh, when the show is over. Plus, during the show only from 12 to 4, you have an opportunity to win one of these PS5s behind us, courtesy of the Jiffy Lube, uh, the Jiffy Lube. The specific, the one, the Jiffy Lube uh, and the Insiders is what I was trying to say. Courtesy of Jiffy Lube and the Insiders uh, will be giving away one of these PS5s. The Insiders didn't know that, but it's too late. It's already out there in the world. So uh, all of the instructions on how you can win. Uh, Matt George, who's going to spend a bulk of tomorrow with us on stage, asked, can I win? No, mm. Matt, you cannot. You already have a gaming system anyways, Matt. You're trying to get me to play WWE with Ah, That's right. That's right. We and I still haven't. So I'm sorry about that, Matt. You imagine dealing with Matt playing um, WWE on Twitch? <laughs> Yo, yeah, that might be kind of fire. Would be crazy. Yeah, that might be kind of fire. Numbers would be crazy. That yeah, might gotta, be kind of. We gotta fire. make that happen. We gotta make that happen. Matt, what do you what what system do you play on again, Matt? I know you. I know because I, I think Matt I think plays on Xbox. a computer. No, I think he plays on a computer. He's oh, got he's a PC. PC I think he's mentioned because he kept because I kept him in the air. He knows that I don't have a a gaming system. But he was like, I think we could do it through a MacBook. Mm. He says he's got a way for you guys to play. All right. Well, live at Sky River Casino tomorrow. I'll get in there. I love the idea of playing like the Raw General Manager or something. You guys would be I want to be the booker. I want to book the matches. You imagine um, Damien and Matt bickering over who should go over, whether it's (laughs) L.A. Knight or like Roman or something. (laughs) I guarantee you I would never be bickering about L.A. Knight going over. (laughs) Oh, while we talk, Justin is in the chat saying, "I'll, I'll uh, what do you say? I'll beat anybody in Madden in the chat. He ain't beating me, bro. People can talk crazy guys, in 2K. Guys take that Madden, Madden stuff really Madden personally. is where I draw the line. Ain't nobody beating me in Madden. Yes, I am the Niners. Wow. It's not cheating. I, I was with the Niners when they had Alex Smith, and they were average and, or terrible. I was with the Niners when uh, they stunk before Shanahan got there. So, yes, I've earned the right to be with the Niners now as they got the best roster in football on Madden. So, yeah, I'm the Niners, and I'm smacking everybody up. It is what it is. Well, it certainly is what it isn't. I mean, are, are the are the is it are we are we past the Eagles now? That's done, right? It's Wednesday. Yeah, no, we moved on. Oh, week. What, what do we have? Fourteen starts tomorrow. Yeah. I watched the game last night. It was it's fun yeah. to watch it. Man. Watch it at Sky River Casino no. if you want to. Well, um, I don't even know if they should put that on the TV. Well, there'll be other things we can watch. <laughs> you, 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 it's behind you though. Yeah, man. I watched the game last night again. It was uh, extremely fun. Fun watching. Uh, the like with every touchdown, the the crowd get less and less. You know when they kick the field goal, mm-hmm. you, know, you start to see some people walk walk away when uh, when when Debo uh, scored, and you saw a little bit more when when Juwan Jennings walked away, and then when Debo had his last one, I mean, you, I don't know, there was nobody in the end zone except for Forty Nine er fans. So it was a fun game. Uh, but now it's back to business. I'll tell you my favorite part about that is when uh, our man DJ Oasis and Nico were like, this game's over. We're just going to start the party. <laughs> yeah, start- There's like six minutes left in the fourth quarter because the idea was we're going to watch the game and then we'll party afterwards. They're like, this game's over. Party starts now. <laughs> and Oasis went into the mix and everybody just started partying. That's it. No lie. Like five, six minutes left in the game. 
Turn it up. Turn on Rich Baby Daddy. That's what. Well, <laughs> thankfully that didn't happen. It did. It went up too. Did it? Oh, I, I think you. It. I think no. you had just left. Shoot. It went up. He was like, Ow! I believe it. I believe it. What's the first line of that song? Sometimes I just shake my head at the stuff we play on the radio. <laughs> well, bend that ass over. That's what she says. Yeah. Imagine, you know, little Michelle in the car. Come on, man. Come on. We up here talking about delivering Christmas and right out of that. <laughs> bend that ass over. That's not the second line's even worse. <laughs> oh man. There's just a slight edit in the radio version. Uh, Crazy. Sexy Red, turn over a new leaf in 2024. She's gonna turn over something. <laughs> you worried about this game against the Seahawks on 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 uh Sunday? Um yeah, there's a, there's always so uh, for as much bravado as I speak with with the 49ers and stuff like that. Don't get it twisted. I'm always concerned about them losing or some team, you know, looking at this as is a big time game and you know, being super locked in and focused. And when you talk about this game specifically, the Seahawks going to come ready to play. They're going to come ready to play. Yeah. Their season's they on the line. That's, that's it. Um, Pete Carroll, very prideful, Hall of Fame coach. He's going to have – they got embarrassed on Thanksgiving, embarrassed by the 49ers yeah. on Thanksgiving. And he's going to have those guys locked in and focused. D.K. Metcalf was embarrassed on, on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Um, he's going to come ready to play. So, yeah, this is, this is something where the Niners got to stay – Got to stay locked in on the task at hand. Can't worry too much about Sunday's over at this point. You've got to stay focused on Seattle. Seattle's coming in with the uh, extra day's rest because they played last Thursday. Um, And it's a desperate, desperate team. Desperate team that was embarrassed by you two weeks ago. So you're going to get the best Seattle Seahawks on Sunday. I always wonder how teams, you know, they they the, the Seahawks kind of had the the the, the mini buy with the consecutive Thursday games, mm-hmm. the Thanksgiving one that you referenced, and of course the game they played against the Cowboys uh, last Thursday. You know, you talk about getting embarrassed on Thanksgiving, then you lose a fight against the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and I always wonder, like, what's the mentality? Because you, not that not the mentality when you. When you get roughed up, especially by a division rival, mm. there I think is a certain level of like refocus. There's a certain level of, all right, let's 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 refocus, let's regroup, and you you, you always have that. It's why division games are so tough. Let's let's go out there, let's let's get them, let's do this. When you immediately come back and you have you're playing another top team in the in the conference. Mm-hmm. And you put up, I mean, one of the more entertaining games, I think it was a record-breaking game on Amazon in terms of viewership, which, again, just add that to the things I've been wrong about. Like 15 million people watched that game on Amazon. Which is, that's just, 15 million people opened up the Amazon app, left their television provider, Mm. went to this sole singular service Mm. to watch the Cowboys and Seahawks play. I, so I, I, didn't, I don't understand how these, these games do. Oh, it's the Cowboys, so there's that. 
Yeah, but we've seen. You're right. It's the Cowboys that helped uh, the 15 million and 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 all of that. Mm-hmm. We're seeing regularly 12 to 13 million people watch these games, bro. And I know the the amazing thing for that particular game is Amazon. Like that mm-hmm. that adds an extra layer to like, wow, that's amazing. Um, but Monday night did I think six, I saw 16 million. Uh, Bengals Jacks did 16 million. I think I saw the uh, NBA did like 1.7. The Bengals, Jack. Wow. And I'm like, wow. What in the world? I don't. I don't understand just watching any NFL game. Like this game on Thursday is probably going to do numbers. I don't understand just watching any (laughs) NFL game. We'll come in here on Friday. Y'all could tell me about it. (laughs) Because we'll we'll be at the. Y'all can tell me about it. Ten plus million though coming. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, just to interrupt. They, they're going to do better than the play-in in Vegas. Crazy. They're certainly going to do better than the game that's on at 2 o'clock. <laughs> uh, from Sean Cunningham, Keegan Murray not practice. Mm. Mm. Keegan Murray did not practice with the Kings today due to lower back soreness. He's day-to-day. Chris Duarte, who's missed the last couple of games, is in full. So there's an M. Sean Cunningham uh, in practice today. Not, not good, not good news. But today's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay, see what it looks like tomorrow. Um, yeah, we'll see what it looks like tomorrow. Of course, they play Friday. They'll, I assume, assumption on my part. I'm not there. They're going to practice here mm-hmm. tomorrow and then head to Phoenix. My first thought is. Leave him here and yep. and hold him out till Monday, possibly. Yep. You know, and hope yep. Monday. Yep. I might like. I might even to be honest with you. I might even just wait till Thursday. Hmm. Because you got a back to back situation. You got to get on a plane for Monday and all this other. It is. It is. And but if if you're that worried where you can't even practice two days after the game, um, it might not be worth. See, that's the we, we can only we can only tell you what people there tell us. Mm-hmm. Might not be worried. It might be might be in might be in discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the tough thing about like lower back is like ten things that could, you know, you could it could be hip issues, it could be psoas issues, it could be piriformis issues. There is like a variety of different things. Of course, credibly, you know, you have the greatest medical staffs in the world mm-hmm. that can probably pinpoint or not really can pinpoint exactly what's going on with Keegan Murray. It's just that it can. It's just such a. It just affects the things when it's your back, yeah. particularly your lower back. Yeah. It's tough. Yep. That's tough. That uh, so Keegan Murray did not practice today. We will talk that uh, as the day goes on. Uh, James Ham with us uh, in the final hour of today's show. Um, but that 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 Niners uh, conversation we were mm-hmm. having about the Seahawks coming in and they've got extra. Room. I, I just, I it could be an emotional letdown. That was an emotional game for that team on Sunday, the 49ers. And now, you know, you're coming back to earth a little bit. And I I, I expect – I mean, I don't know if they'll, they'll beat them by like 28 points like they did, but I might – I'm looking at a game kind of like uh, that playoff game last year where the Seahawks hung around. They were up 14, 13 into the half, mm. and then the Niners pulled away. I'm mentally preparing myself for something like that on Sunday. I see. Yeah, division games are always uh, 
kind of a wild card, pardon the use of that expression. But I think the bigger thing than the division is Seahawks are they're fighting. <laughs> they're fighting to stay alive here. I don't think they're a bad football team. I don't think they're as good as the San Francisco 49ers. But you said something there that I'm going to ask you to, well, I'm going to ask you to elaborate on, though I get what you said. You said it was a big game. It was an emotional game. You yourself has said, you know, we're going to have fun. We're going to talk that talk, win or lose. You know, and here we are two days removed from the talk. Like the chirping about the Eagles is over. It, it, it was a game. It it didn't accomplish your goal. The goal is to be the Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. That's it. Nothing short of that. Mm-hmm. From a fan perspective, I get that line of thinking. I feel like that's the player perspective too. Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about not not that you can't because it's human. It's human nature. I'm not suggesting that this can't happen. I think when you have a when you have isolated moments during a season, like for example the Eagles game where you know, everyone's talking about the NFC Championship. There's been all this back and forth. It's it's a, it's a chance to play with Brock Purdy at full strength. You're 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 on the road in Philadelphia. It's the scene of the crime. All of these different things, right? It's impossible to 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 block that stuff out. Like you know, it's there. Mm-hmm. But in the end, as much fun as we had on Monday, I I think the mentality for the San Francisco 49ers is exactly like the one you took as a fan. Mm-hmm. Our goal is one thing and one thing only, mm-hmm. and it's to win the Super Bowl. So I feel like when you have those greater long-term goals, not again, I understand everyone has these goals. It's not realistic for everyone. Right. For the Cowboys, it is realistic. As much as we get our jokes off, mm-hmm. it's realistic for the Dallas Cowboys. It, 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 it's realistic for the San Francisco 49ers. It's realistic for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think these types of letdowns, are less likely to happen, especially at this juncture of the season. I think they're a little less likely to happen when it's like, hey, we got that win. Fred Warner, you got the picture. We did this, this. Okay, Monday. Yeah, we're back to business on Monday because we're we're now, you know, two months away from what this is all about. Mm-hmm. That's all we're focused on. We've got Seattle in front of us. We've got to go beat a division rival who is coming off a brutal loss against the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday night football, they've had a couple of extra days rest, and they are fighting for their season. There's no letdown this week, and I and I and I I wonder if the bigger picture view helps maybe eliminate that type of thing. Well, the, what you're saying is 100 percent right, and the other thing that helps out this particular 49ers team is they've gone through it. They've lived this just six weeks ago. Beat the brakes off of Dallas. Everybody's crowning you as no question the best team in football. Mm-hmm. Nobody can beat you. Mm-hmm. And then you go into Cleveland, and and that happens. And then you lose three well, straight. Yeah, I I know, but I okay. And, and, the, and the point being, no, I'll just say I just no. don't think the Cle- I don't the Cleveland loss isn't bad to me. Well, it's not a letdown. It was the top defense in the league. Yeah, that, that, that's a, that that was a fight. That that was a legitimate fight to me. That was that that was. At, especially at the time, it looked it, maybe it looks a little bit different now. Mm-hmm. At the time, to me, that was not a bad loss, well, and you were kicking for the win. Yeah, and but you didn't. They didn't play well. Brock, Brock didn't play well. Um, they constantly 
were getting beat at the point of attack on the line uh, and then facing, you know, second and long, third and long, all this I think other Cleveland stuff. Cleveland had a lot they, to do with that. Though. No, they did. So, I'm and, not ex- and, I mean, and Seattle can have a lot to do with it this week if you're not ready sure. to play. Sure. You know, and, and that's kind of what I'm do you, getting at. Do you think the 49ers weren't ready to play against Cleveland? Uh, you never know. You okay. never know because, I mean, right. they, were, they were just the talk after that Cowboys was the same talk right now. Yeah. And if you hadn't experienced that, some of those guys hadn't experienced it. I think Kyle Shanahan said that uh, was, you know, yeah, we kind of, we, we might have been feeling ourselves. At the time, he said, mm. you know, we might have been feeling ourselves a little too much. And, you know, we had to, we got humbled. Mm. We got humbled in those situations. And if the 49ers go on to win the Super Bowl this year, we may look at that three-game losing streak as the reason why. They're always going to be able to point back to that and say, if we're not ready to play, we can, as good as we are, we can lose just like anybody else. You know, we can um, in, turn the ball over, not uh, execute on the defensive end, and then find ourselves on the losing side of any game to anybody. And I think because of that, I think they're going to draw back on that going into this week. That goes into the Cowboys kind of, to Browns. Yeah, I think they're going to say, hey, like you just mentioned, that was fun, mm-hmm. but we know what happens if we're not locked in. Mm-hmm. We could lose. Stay focused on Seattle. We also have an ultimate goal that we're trying to reach. Stay focused on the ultimate goal. So I think, I, that, there's also I think a, they're going to win, and it's going to end up being rather comfortable, but it, it, it might take them a quarter or two to get going. I think there's also a we're a lot later in the season than we were when we played Dallas into Cleveland. Mm-hmm. There aren't room for mistakes anymore, mm-hmm. and now – thanks to our friends in Dallas, potentially thanks to our friends in Dallas, there's a real opportunity for us, for the conference to come through here. Mm-hmm. And you could, you, can, you, could, you could do one game at a time, one and know every day, one and know every you, – you could do that all day. Mm-hmm. But you know because you beat Philadelphia last week, the chances of you getting you know, the, the, the number one overall seed – are well within grasps. Right. You you're not in control of your own destiny. You need help along the way, but you lose all control. You lose all control if you if you if you lose. Mm-hmm. You probably can't lose one. Right. And you certainly can't lose this week. Right. Um I think all of that kind of kind of plays in. I don't think there's going to be a letdown. I'm far more like you like like we were talking about with Cleveland and exactly what you just said with Seattle. I don't think there's going to be a letdown from San Francisco. I think Seattle's going to be up. Mm. And it's up to you to withstand that. Yeah. The 49ers are better than Seattle. Yeah. But a variety of different things come into play during a football game. The 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 like I keep saying the the, the Seahawks were embarrassed uh on Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. Prideful guys over there. DK's prideful guy. Uh, Pete Carroll is a, is a prideful guy. He's going to have them guys ready to play. And they're like, whatever happens, whether we're good enough to win or not, what happened on Thanksgiving ain't happening again. That's what I think their mantra is going to be this week. And, you know, Niners, which I think they will be, but be ready for, be ready for a fight. I think the Niners get them by two scores at least. I think if Seattle was going to put up a fight, it would have been in Seattle. And this is more to say about the Niners than it would be Seattle Like coming into this game. like The Niners have blown out any competition they've had this season. I'm at the point after last week's Philly game where I'm kind of thinking I don't even know if the Niners lose up until the Super Bowl. 
Mm. Like they're, I think they're that strong. They got healthy. The three game losing streak too. They weren't healthy. You get healthy. They got healthy again. Boom, back to normal. I think, uh, I think eventually it gets there. The two score game. I just think in that first half, first first quarter, quarter and a half. You know, Seattle's going to do some good things. Okay. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about the 49ers. I actually want to bring this MVP conversation back because in some of the sports books, Dak and Brock are co-MVP. Sound like a tag team. MVP co-favorites. It definitely is. Um, uh, Triple H is uh, pushing Dak and Brock to the moon. <laughs> Dak and Brock. Also, don't answer, just a question. Mm. It's Wednesday. Most people do overreactions on Monday. We don't do that. We do them when we have time. Um but is we got that coming up? Anybody changing belt, changing hands? I'm oh, asking. Yeah. Oh, oh no. we, we need to talk about it. We'll talk, okay, we'll talk about the, the, it. The, the, we'll talk the, about the, it. The, the, the championship committee meets. Wendy and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino, where we will be <laughs> tomorrow uh, doing our show live from 12 to 4 at 32 Bruce Street here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. I love Rob Dub, but he a Cowboy fan in here, in here talking about the 49ers. I'm not even a 49ers fan, and I find this wild. See, here, here's the thing Here's the thing about fandom and, and me specifically. I, you know, I think the Niners are the best team in football. I'm a Niners fan, yes, for sure. But who was the one? I wasn't the only one. I think you guys both did it too, but I'm just speaking to the chat. Who was the one this year at the beginning of the season when people would come on here or we'd read articles and they'd be like, it's going to be it's gonna be Niners-Eagles again in that NFC Championship game. And I would come on and be like, oh, don't, don't do that to the Cowboys. Hmm. Don't do that to the Cowboys. That's, that's, that's a team that's for real right there. Mm-hmm. That's a team that's – I would do that. Could you imagine Rub or, or Ramsey – Say, don't disrespect the 49ers. That's a good team. They don't ever do that. Niners, Niners just Ramsey. Niners just sorry in their eyes. Ramsey <laughs> never, ever, ever. Team beating other teams, other contenders by 90. And nah, they're not that good. Overrated. And the thing is, all right, if they're not winning, then who is? <laughs> who is your pick? Is it going to be the team that they blew out by 30 or they blew out by 30 last week? And, and look, look, I. What have we said for three weeks? Cowboys are going to win this game on Sunday. Cowboys, me and you both have said mm-hmm. for three weeks, the Cowboys, Cowboys going to beat the Eagles. Eagles. That's why it's important for the Niners this one because you Cowboys can set are, up because yep. the Cowboys are going to beat the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys might be better than the Eagles. Come on. You can't can't ever say that about the Niners. At least the one thing I appreciate, and it's really the only thing I appreciate about <laughs> Ramsey, other than that he's here, <laughs> is that he knows like he, all of this. <laughs> He's just, he's not even trying to have like a sports conversation. Just going to be <laughs> irrational because for whatever reason, he hates the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> That's why he has seven favorite football teams. That's all right. Uh, and then uh, Michigan Wolverine says, SKC thinks my Colts are boring at 7 and 5. They are. I do. They are. I don't, I don't, they're, I don't know when our Colts play this not year. Watching even, Gar- if, even if they make the playoffs and they're that first game on Saturday, I might not just watching Gardner go take Minshew. Ryan for a walk. <laughs> Not interested. Was Ryan right, your new dog? Was you going to take her out for a walk? <laughs> um, before we get to the MVP oh, conversation. That reminds me, boy. Walking around this house now. Oh, oh boy. Boy, you guys it's got never those. never a dull moment. You guys got those. You got the stairs with the, it's marble, right? 
No, it's what, no, no. It's not marble. I thought they no, were marble. No, 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 it's not marble. It's the stairs with the no railing. They got they got to baby proof that now. Yeah, that's what. We don't have is. any of that. It's, it's, are they the gold plated? The gold plated sides, right? No. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, it's none of that. Hey, that's have you ever wood floor? You know, it's stairs, stairs, the steps. They got heat warmers on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that the last time I was there. I didn't even make it to upstairs. I was just standing yeah. on the third step yeah, the whole time. Yeah, it was incredible. It was an incredible experience. America, don't listen. To they you. have these towel warmers. This is what Jazz was telling me. Like when when you like every time you get out of the shower, like the towel is warm. It's just like you just pulled it right out of the dryer. America, don't listen to these people. More importantly, sales, don't listen to these people. <laughs> I need more. My, yeah, my fault. Let me dump that real quick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Like it matter. We've been, we've been telling our sales team, hey, Kenny has this bathroom that <laughs> bathroom he's going to remodel for three years. Just still unusable. Just still unusable. Summer League 2028. Yes. We'll be there. We're going into our fourth, like the, August will be our fourth year, right? Yeah. We've been saying the same thing. That was a first year D-Lo and KC problem. That was a first year ba- problem. Ba- bathroom still the same. Haven't used it once. Can't use it. Just that's just. pretty wild. You've lived in a house for almost four years, or probably about four years, and you you have a bathroom that's just just make that the shoe room. It's just there. It is crazy. It oh, is. You can make that the shoe room. It almost became the studio. I remember that conversation. It did almost become the studio. <laughs> hey, buddy, we're gonna have to put carpet all over this thing for this to work. <laughs> Kenny's all yeah. I think the 49ers, You hear the flush coming out. <laughs> <laughs> the flush of the day. Who's the flush of the day? <laughs> Um, not see what I need to do though. I need to tread lightly because if I if I push the shoe thing too much, it's gonna irk the wife. You gonna come home and they're gonna be gone. Yeah, so I'm gonna just tread lightly. I'm just oh yeah no. It's what do you need? I'll move them. I already talked to my mom. She texted back. She said I could put some stuff over there. That's nice. Of you. Yeah, that's good. Now she has a shoe problem. Well, I see y'all both got a shoe problem. Hers is worse. She been asking me for the same present for like. <laughs> About a year and a half. I need to do it. I need to just go on and do it so she has it and she's happy. She's relentless. That's all right. No, she she knows what she wants. Well, to be fair, she first asked me to get it for her. Then she asked me to just get it for her, and then she paid me. It's like, no, we'll, we'll get this worked out. It's a funny ass, though. When it's you, crazy. With, without, like, if I just said it, you would find it outrageous. You would find what she's saying absolutely outrageous. The context is important. Did she did she uh, pull up on you at the wedding with the Absolutely. same request? Absolutely. Oh, well, you saw what I had at the wedding. Absolutely. Oh, well, she said, let me wanna, hold it. You want to talk about balling? You want to talk about balling? Anybody want to change their champions? Yeah. We got new belts? Hell yeah. In the NFL, there is a new KCC champion. Mm-hmm. And his name is... Is Brock Purdy? Okay, Brock got the belt. It's the only sound effect we have. Ladies and gentlemen, and new KCC champion Jesse. So, so let's talk through this real quick because I feel like there's a lot of worthy belt holders in the league right there now. There are, and I feel like we've been kind of switching, oh, like switching every week almost. Not all of us. Well, no, yeah, but Kenny's Kenny's was suspended above was. the fifty yard yeah, line. It was. Your title's been vacant like three times, by the way. Two times, I think, just in this football season alone. Oh, that know, is though. true. There's a lot of TNA action going on with your stuff. <laughs> you right? are the you are the impact wrestling yeah. of this crew right here. <laughs> hey man, you're the David Arquette WCW. <laughs> it was it was a, a fair fight between Mahomes and Hurts. 
Hurts won the game. He couldn't hold on to the bell. But wasn't there He's Drew one McIntyre earlier this year with like Lamar or something? I yeah, I think there was. Jesse? Oh, no, his Brock has it now. I don't think he's giving it. Jalen has yours, right? He has it right now, but we're taking it off, I think. We're going to yeah, suspend it off. I think, I think we got a triple threat or a fatal four right here, but Jalen's oh, not in okay. it. Oh, so now you're Okay, wait a minute. You're vacant now? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> what it's happened? Not vacant. What happened to winning in the ring? Lose it in the ring. Macho Man is rolling over in his grave right now. Jalen Hurts lost his smile. What do you want me to do about it? You win him in the ring, you lose him. Jalen Hurts lost ring. his smile. Okay, I have the belt huh. here. I have to put it up. All right. It, right now so it's, it's suspended rocking. in air. Suspended so, in air. Oh my goodness. So he's hugging Jeff Laurie in the middle of the ring. Like, yeah. Wow. Jalen Hurts wow. lost his smile. So right now we're deciding. Dak Prescott. Wow. <laughs> Brock Purdy, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah, he got jumped by seven Marines out in Syracuse <laughs> and lost the title. Fantastic! This is incredible. So you've got no champion. It's different though. Like this, I said, I'm not just like willy nilly taking off. There's 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 a storyline to it. This is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. okay. C J Stroud. C J Stroud is still my champion. <laughs> You're putting the rookie of the year as your belt holder. Come He's, on, hey, he, some he, rookie. C J hey, Stroud. That's yeah, yeah, you got L.A. Knight. <laughs> first of all, you keep pushing L.A. Knight. Like, what do you keep doing this first for? Of all, first of all, let's be clear. That, those are grounds for fighting. <laughs> so if both y'all want to throw hands when it's over talking about my champion is L.A. Knight. My champion is Brock Lesnar. That's who my champion is. He just He's got there. Brock freaking, that's right. Just like Brock Lesnar like beat The Rock. His first year, just like Brock Lesnar nah. choked out Hulk Hogan, just like Brock Lesnar beat Kurt Angle his first year. C.J. Stroud, 3,500 yards, 20 touchdowns, five interceptions. That's my belt holder. No, because right Brock now, came season. in. Brock came in and took over that division as soon as he came in. C.J. Stroud mm. is still fine for a wild card spot. Mm. He's getting a pop every week. All right, he is L.A. Knight. He is yeah. not L.A. Knight. Stop calling my champion <laughs> L.A. Knight. I swear to God, it'll be the Jesse show tomorrow at Sky River. Stop calling my champion L.A. Knight. C.J. Stroud's got the numbers to support uh, a, a championship reign right here. How C.J. got it over Brock? Yeah. So here's how. C.J. won it weeks ago. I, he, it ain't yeah. Brock's title right now. I did, See, y'all had the belt on Jalen. Jalen got embarrassed by Brock Purdy. That's fine. Jalen didn't have my title. Jalen didn't have my belt. Brock, Brock, Brockton played in the two biggest games of the season. Mm-hmm. Came away with, I think he had like seven touchdowns. Very no good. interceptions mm-hmm. in those two games. Yep. Threw for like 750 yards. Fantastic. No doubt. I just don't go throwing my title all over the place like y'all do. Y'all are Vince Russo over here. Just, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, Y'all whoa, are Vince Russo whoa, over no, here. No, we're WrestleMania <laughs> 2000 this right here, Fatal 4-Way. Ooh, I was at that WrestleMania. That what's sucked. the what's the four way? It's Brock. It's Brock. Tua, it's Dak. Tua is Armick Foley in this match. All right, I'm, oh, he's, no. I'm, not, I'm not expecting oh, him to win it, no. but you know what? At the end of the year, if he's with he takes care of business, he could come away with this. He's oh. Mick Foley in this. Mick Foley was like thirty pounds overweight in that match and everything. And I need you guys to help me out with this. Can I put the belt or not? Can I put Tyreek in this? Because he's not winning absolutely. MVP. Absolutely. 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 absolutely, you're right. He's not because that, that's my thing with the belt and stuff. Like I want to say, like Tyreek's in there, but he's just he's in a no win situation. I feel. Maybe See, but it's not. But that's IC. the that's the beauty of this belt, though. It's not the MVP. Yeah, it's it's who's that dude? It's who you so, think that dude is? So right let me now. ask you. And I think Tyreek is in that conversation. I think Tyreek is in that conversation. 
Who should have him more, Tyreek or CMC? Okay, that's not. I thought you were going to ask something else. Mm. Um, what do you think? I, I think it, I, so. I'm. I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. Answer your question first. The answer is Tyreek. The reason it's Tyreek is unfortunate for Christian McCaffrey to be in the conversation. We recognize his impact on the team, mm. but in the end, and and the 49ers are so good, everyone's watching them. Right, even you know, football writer X in New Haven, Connecticut, who has a vote for whatever reason because it was handed down from his dad, <laughs> you know, twenty years ago, he gets a vote. Mm-hmm. He he's watching the Forty ers He recognizes what Christian McCaffrey's doing, but Adrian Peterson, mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson apo- approached a, a very rare number mm-hmm. in the NFL that two thousand rushing yards. He approached breaking. Uh, what 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 some feel is an unbreakable rushing record, and that's what got him the MVP. Christian McCaffrey's not doing that. Christian McCaffrey's just incredible. He's just flat out incredible. Tyreek is approaching a historic number. Mm-hmm. Tyreek might break that record, like he might do it because you know there'll always be the seventeenth game caveat. He might do it in fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, I think and, he breaks it with a game to spare at least. And, and I think that's why Tyreek has so much. That's why Tyreek has so much more steam in this conversation than Christian McCaffrey did. Yeah, I think if CMC was like pushing two thousand yards this season or anything like that, you can make the argument. But since Tyreek is going for that record, and I think, like Damian said, he's going to break it pretty soon. I yeah. think if things go the way they have been, he's going to yeah. break it soon with games to spare. I think that's why he gets the nod over CMC. I think so too. So, you know, you know my issue with the Dolphins. You know my issue with the Dolphins. Repeat it for us. They're a Pac-12 team. Oh, that's right. That's disrespectful. And Because the Pac-12 the, the, doesn't exist. Oh, all right, P. Damn. Just real quick as you're walking us through this, is Steelo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, Carex, QHD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320, always live on the free Odyssey app. Shout out to the Odyssey listeners, tune in listeners. We appreciate you. Big ups to everybody watching on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook right now, 1320 TV. In... And Christian McCaffrey's, well, they've had two or three biggest guys. I mean, you could throw Jacksonville in there as well, but I'll throw Jacksonville in there. Against Philadelphia, 17 carries, 93 yards, a touchdown, three catches, 40 yards. Against Jacksonville, 16 carries, 95 yards, six catches, 47 yards, no touchdown in that game. The only game we didn't have a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, against Dallas, 19 carries, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Two receptions, 27 yards. Not spectacular. Those are his three biggest games. He showed up. Tyreek Hill against the Buffalo Bills. Three catches, 58 yards. Against the Philadelphia Eagles, 11 catches, 88 yards. Mm. Against the Kansas City Chiefs, eight catches, 62 yards. When them lights are bright, like when, for for example, you play the Giants, eight catches, one eighty-one. You play the Panthers, six catches, one sixty-three. Well, that's what a lot. So, of- so then, so like, what are we saying here then? So because he's doing it against because they, I don't think it's the bright lights thing. I think those teams are just doubling him and stuff like that. They're not letting him get over the top. Because you watch those games, he's still putting up catches. He's still getting open. You just can't do it over the top that time. Well, I'm sure they're locking in on Christian McCaffrey, too, and he's probably averaging about 90 rushing yards a game. It's different for a running a touchdown. back. touchdown. 
That, that would be like Christian McCaffrey getting getting bottled up every time he played one it, of the it, best it, teams. If, nah, if Tyreek was going three catches like against all those teams or whatever, that's fine. But he's putting up eight catches, 11 catches. He's still getting open. He's taking what he can get. Yeah, three catches against Buffalo. That's one game. That's the outlier. He had 11 against uh, against the Eagles. I don't know how you get 11 for 88 if you're Tyreek Hill. And then he had eight catches for 62. Because like that logic of that argument, too, is just kind of along the lines of the Brock Purdy's got that takes away from what they're doing. When it's that close, to me, it's that close, right, between Tyreek and CMC. And when it's that close, much like I did with the quarterbacks, you got to go to the biggest moments. Yeah, I expect Dak Prescott to have four touchdowns against the Giants. But what'd you do against the Niners? You didn't do anything. Brock did do something against the Cowboys. In this situation, I expect Tyreek Hill to dominate the Panthers. What'd you do in these other games see, I don't compared see it to what as, CMC did in these other games? I don't see it as that close, though. Like, Reek's about to break a record. Having a good, yeah, having a great he, year for a running back. He, uh, CMC, what he, what against the Cardinals? CMC went crazy against the Cardinals. I'm saying what CMC is doing is not Ricky. Tyreek is. CMC is having a great year. Had 106 yards on the ground against the Cardinals. Catches 71 yards. So the, yeah. yeah. So uh, again, against these teams, he put he putting up these big time numbers, but he's having that same type of production against the bad team, or excuse me, against the good teams, where Tyreek is not. Oh, calling it the same is a bit of a stretch, but he certainly didn't play bad against Philadelphia, and he certainly the the Giants he played had him bottled up a little bit. Fine, or excuse me, the, the Cowboys, the Cowboys did. had him bottled up a little bit. Um, okay, so you 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 threw out the name that I was Dak Prescott. <laughs> With that be said, I don't know. I don't know if I pick CMC over Tyreek. I'm just making an argument. No, it's it's, it's fine. Price. I think it's an argument, but yeah. it's fine. Um, Dak Prescott should be in the conversation for the belt or the belt. for MVP. Well, Dak Prescott is in the conversation for MVP. We'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. But if a fatal four-way, you need to turn it into a fatal five-way. I don't think there's ever been such a thing. A money in the bank ladder match. I got four. Who else needs to be in there? Dak Prescott. He's it's him, Brock, Tyreek, and Tua. Oh, oh, you, you didn't put Tyreek in. Okay, now we're putting Tyreek in then. Is Tua out? No way. He's McFoley. I don't think he's going to win, but he can. If, if Miami so wait a minute. Out, Who's in the fatal <laughs> four-way? It's Brock. It's Dak. It's Tyreek and it's Tua. Okay, I, I think okay, Tua could be you. in there because okay, if bad, they went bad, out and bad. they beat the Cowboys and the Ravens and the Bills, I think Tua's going to be at the so, MVP top. Disrespecting my quarterback. That's but, fine. So, LA Knight. But see. He's, <laughs> <laughs> so, but look, here, here's the deal, though. We can't say that. What Jesse just said, if he goes out and beats these good teams, then he's in there. Because that's just what I just said. The performance against the good teams – is the difference between somebody being, you know, Brock and Dak. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter who they play and what he does against anybody if he's just in there. Well, he's not in the MVP odds, though. He's got to, like, be up. For me, for me, like, you have to be up there. Like, MVP matters. Too. Wait, like, you're talking two- about – who you talking about? Tua right now. Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about Dak. I thought you were talking about that. Like, because, like, with my belt and stuff like that, like, MVP, that, that stuff matters. Like, the odds and all that. Like, I'm not just your MVP, your belt and all that. But, like, you need to be up there, and the league's got to be talking about you. Like, you got to be that dude up there and stuff like that. So, Jalen, Jalen, Jalen just, Jalen just gone. I think they're losing to Dallas this week. That's why. Mm. So, so here's All the, three of us got the Cowboys I got Dallas. beating the Eagles. This is a big game for the Cowboys. Like, they better win this game. They better win it. What's the, what's the spread? Who's the favorite? Is, not the favorite? Sh- Dallas should be the favorite. Let me check. Um, another thing about this, though, is if let me ask both of you guys a question: If the Cowboys lose, is Dak in the MVP conversation? Nope. Why? 
Why? He's in there right now. They haven't even played him. He's in there right now. Well, Why would that one loss they, knock him out? Because he just had a big game on Thursday Night Football against the Seahawks. It's the same reason Brock Purdy catapulted up, because he just beat up the Philadelphia uh, in, Eagles. In, in, in some people's eyes. We're talking about— I'm, He was maybe already missed, up there with me. Yeah, but you don't make MVP odds. I th- I, maybe I misheard your question. You just asked would he be in the MVP. No, and for you, for you. Would if Dak he be? loses, if he loses on Sunday. Probably not. He, I mean, he falls. He falls down. the The thing about the MVP, like, so we're off the belts now. Yeah, I'm Brock, not taking Brock my belts belt. off. CJ Stroud. CJ Knight has the belt. I, dude, I swear to God, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. CJ Stroud is not LA Knight. He's Brock Lesnar. Where's the brown pickup truck at? Knock it off. CJ Stroud is Brock Lesnar. He's Kurt is Angle. Yours is vacant. Yeah, mine's vacant. When is it going to be? Do we even know when it's going to be? Y'all going at me? This man ain't even got a champion. <laughs> Dude, I do, don't we wanna... even know, do we even know when it's going to be? Uh, week seven, field? probably week 17. After the second to week last week. Week You're going on a. What? Kenny can take it off three times in a season. I can't even have like a. No, up. it speaks to my point. Y'all are both frauds. Week How 17. are you frauds? There's too many good players. You want me to just put it on one? Like, I, if, if I'm if I had to pick between two, it's between Dak and Brock right now. I'm not sure who to give it to. Right <laughs> you're now. you're approaching backyard wrestling levels, and your yeah. TNA Impact Remember wrestling that used to come on Access. Did you watch it? Oh yeah, yeah. So you used oh, to yeah. watch backyard wrestling though. Yeah, I, yeah, I watched them <laughs> kids throwing each other through a. <laughs> flaming table with thumbtacks on it. Yeah, catch a barbed wire match between Brock and um, Dak Prescott next week. It's like a grudge match between Jeff and Owen. Like, hey, who the hell? For like three months, I will watch that every Sunday night. Every Sunday night for about an hour. I'll be like, yo, what's going to happen? Oh, snap. Like, I got to watch it. Y'all better stop calling. If, if I got to clean it up, though, if I have to clean it up, it's between Brock and Dak right now. This man said his title is going to be vacant for four weeks. <laughs> There's, We're switching it every week. I'm not. I'm not Y'all are. Mine. I didn't switch mine every Y'all week. Y'all are the attitude era. You leave yours vacant for weeks at a time. You, yours is on CJ Stroud, which is fine. But... It wasn't vacant before. You guys are wrong. It was on CMC. No, you have vacated this title twice. It was on at CMC. minimum twice. And then they, no. Kenny, no Kenny's vacated no, twice. And he's don't had, do that. Kenny's no, vacated twice. No. And he's had like, um, what is it called? The JBL, the carryover championship or whatever. The guy that holds it till the next guy can win it. Well, uh, the the transition the transition champion Jalen like had a Bob, chance the Bob Backlund exactly. Jalen had a chance all he had to do was win he lost we knew he was in a title was. match he lost it's not Brock's fault he just snatched the belt now as we transition to the MVP conversation where it is Brock and Dak now as co favorites the, the you you asked about Dak losing this week against the Eagles mm-hmm. and falling out of the conversation that's where we're at right now. Because there is no clear-cut winner, there is no clear-cut front-runner, I should say. It's a week-to-week thing. Brock falls down if Seattle beats him. Whether we whether that whether that's fair or not, whether that's the way this should be looked at or not. When you're talking about MVP odds, they're going to fluctuate. If the Eagles, if the if the Cowboys beat the Eagles and and Seattle beats the 49ers, Dak's going to be up there alone. Reverse it. Brock's going to be up there alone. If they both win, they're probably going to stay co-favorites. Then you got Lamar. You got Lamar who's got games coming up against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Miami. Yeah, Miami. Miami Oh, they got Miami. So so we could be talking about Lamar Jackson. So, but this this kind of the way I see it, this goes to my point. Then Dak should never be in this conversation right now. He hasn't won any of these games. 
So to say whether or not if he but, wins, he's in it, and if he loses, he's not. We talking wins a lot. He, he hasn't even a, done enough to win. Be in there now. It's a three loss team, and he's playing his best football of the season right now. But we can look at the two. We talked about it on Friday. We can look at the two games he had and he lost. So if, if it comes down to whether he wins or loses this game on Sunday, a win and a loss. We, he has no business but being think, in here now. But I also think – In my opinion, but not odds-wise. But it's also probably – with we're, we're operating under the assumption, what if he loses a game like Thursdays? Mm-hmm. 41-35. I'll take a step. What if he loses like he did the first time in Philly? Okay. He played well, right? right. He, he played a, a good game. I have the numbers they, right here. They came up short. I think what we're missing, though, is I think Dak – like I think Dak, if they lose to Philly this week, I don't think he's out. Because they still got like so the it, way that it depends how he loses. If he throws for 153 like he did against San Francisco, that's a problem. If he throws for 374 like he did the first time against Philly, I don't think I, I'm, I'm with you. Okay, I don't yeah, think he's I'm, out. I'm, I'm with that. Then. But it has to be a 28-23 game, a 41-35 game. It has to be the return of the Eagles to a top mm. a, a top team. But you talk about wins and losses, whether we like it or not, the Cowboys are a three-loss team. Mm-hmm. and the 49ers are a three-loss team. The, the, the Lions are a three-loss team. The Dolphins are a three-loss team. All the, 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 the Ravens are a three-loss team. Every team, every player that we're talking about is kind of in the same category, and I don't know that a group of writers from around the country are going to start dissecting wins and losses like, ah, oh, you know, it's not the BCS. Mm-hmm. Ah, Dak got his butt kicked by the 49ers. It's all going to be for not. They're going to end up with five losses this year. The Cowboys? Yeah. Remind me of their schedule. They're going to lose to Miami and Buffalo probably. They got the Lions coming up too, Commanders to end the season. The Buff, the Buffalo Bills? Mm-hmm. In Buffalo, I take it? I think I'm, I can't remember. I, you said I it with it such was confidence. I got to assume that it's in Buffalo. They ain't going to finish with three losses, I'll tell you that. I don't know if I mentioned it, it earlier okay. too, by the way, but Dallas is favored by three and a half this week. Is Let's try this. Is it's in, in Buffalo. Thank you. Is anyone finishing with three losses? The 49ers. You got Philadelphia. And maybe Philadelphia. Maybe at, Philadelphia. At Buffalo. Oh, God bless it. At Buffalo. Uh, at Miami versus Detroit. That's their next four weeks. Cowboys. And then, the, and, the, and then the end versus the Commanders. Uh, the 49ers. Seahawks uh, at Arizona. Their schedule kind of kind of sneaky. Balt- kind of sneaky. Sneaky what? The 49ers. Sneaky good. Arizona's not playing bad. Baltimore is the best team in the it's, AFC. It's not. The Rams are going to be so, fighting so, for a playoff spot. So, Washington is the one that you should take care of. Ba- Baltimore, Baltimore to me is the is the one in this conversation. Let, y'all were disrespectful this whole conversation. I just want to point that out. <laughs> we'll come back. I don't know if all of us will come back. But it's Dilo and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Yeah, we can play. It's our song now. Anyway. <laughs> Took over everything. Took over the Rocky statue. It's all ours. It's a belief that C.J. Stroud is MJF. <laughs> I saw that. I, I, mm. He really loves AEW, though. MJF is cool. I like MJF. The ship be sinking. It's not. Are you sure? It's, it's just fine. It's not sinking. It's fine. What? Why? Why is the ship sinking? AEW. Yeah. Why is the ship? They ain't sinking? got nobody. Have you seen their what crowds? About no, they got bad crowds. Hell yeah, mm. them crowds are awful. 
attendance wise. Okay. Awful. I haven't watched in a while. I got Hell, you were in Sacramento. Yeah, that's different though. It was literally their. It was like their first stretch on the West Coast. Like it was if they had done Vegas mm-hmm. as a travel destination, but like as just a TV taping. They ain't never come all the way out here before. The crowds in the last two months. I've seen. I've seen some nasty <clears throat> video. Social media I, wise, WWE is just dominating right now. Oh, I mean, they're not. But it, but see, that's the thing though. That's the that's. That's one of, we've got to get out of that. Like this can't be WWE versus AEW. Like, but they're not even doing their own thing. What do you mean? AEW. Like they they ain't doing nothing. I, the, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I I'm not tapped in enough to know exactly what I, they're doing. Because I agree with you. I'm not it's expecting them to be on the WWE level. But even when they weren't, they were still doing their own, right. Like you would see their own, like outside of petition. They were doing their own thing. They're not even doing that. It feels repetitive. I feel like a I lot see... of the stuff they do, like Chris Jericho is always with like the the brothers, the Jacks, whatever, and mm-hmm. Omega. They're always doing something or um the Square guy or whatever. MJF he does his own thing. But I feel like they're always like just few people all the time. Uh, only time I see them now, they almost kill somebody. Yeah, Moxie's well, always bleeding every week too. Yeah, they, don't, they do that a lot. <laughs> what's the what's the uh, what's the group? What they say? The elite. Oh no, <laughs> no. No, what? I'm doing that. I'm not doing that. You, you, you suckered in me into trying to explain that to Reese one day. No, I'm oh. doing that. Out of here. I'm gonna go watch Chuck highlights instead of talking about that again. There was a character's name named Mister Ass. Like, think about that. His name was the Ass Man. I'm an Ass Man. People oh, loved it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, we're going to be live at Sky River. You can experience this in person uh, tomorrow at 32 Brook Street inside Sky River Casino. I'll go widescreen here for those. Uh, we're going to be giving away one of those PS5s tomorrow. When you come in uh, to 32 Brook Street, you'll see a table there with uh, uh, some of our great promotions. People check in with them. They'll give you a keyword to text. I believe the number is for uh, 1320, but they'll give you all of those details tomorrow. Um, we're gonna have a good time tomorrow. You think today's show has been a little out of, out, out there? Tomorrow's show gonna be a blast. Oh yeah, we're just gonna do because in, in previous shows we've had games to get ready for. We've had like uh, uh, at a 49ers Giants watch party. Mm-hmm. I think following mm-hmm. uh, one of our shows. There's no game tonight. There's no game tomorrow. Oh, we're gonna have some fun tomorrow at Sky River Casino. Uh, come to. We'd love to see you. We know it's tough in the middle. If you could come through for an hour, if you could come through for four hours, the food is great. The drinks are incredible. Uh, but the company uh, is 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 the absolute best. We love everyone who's able to come through and spend some time with us. Uh, we got a number of people uh, pulling up and, and hanging out, including uh, our friend Matt George, who uh, is normally the closer on Batty Thursday. He's just going to spend a chunk of the day with us. So rock with us, man. Be able to talk a lot of Kings basketball with our man, man. We'll, we'll just be talking. We'll be podding tomorrow. Uh, it'll be a good time. Of course, the stream will be live. The radio will be live. None of that will change. Uh, we'll just be at Sky River Casino when y'all come through and hang out with us. Uh, and leave, literally, with a PS5. This isn't like, all right, we'll mail it to you in six to eight weeks. It's, no, like the winner walks out with the PS5 in the game. That's crazy. Simple. Shout out Jiffy Lube, man. Simple. Yeah, shout out to Jiffy Lube and shout out to the insiders for letting us steal it from them. <laughs> I don't even know if they let us. Well, they did. Well, they didn't have no. They didn't have a choice. We just kind of <laughs> said it. We're like, oh, we can't do that. Sorry about that. 
I didn't know. Just we'll take this one. We didn't know. Uh, let's hear from Ramsey. Ramsey. Ramsey's got something different to say as usual. What's up, Ramsey? I, uh, not too much. I have another name to potentially be considered for NFL MVP. Okay. Deron Bland from the Dallas Cowboys. Hang up on him. <laughs> Hang. Stop this. Hang up on him. Why is why why does Ramsey pretend like he doesn't know how the NFL works? The Deron Bland record is phenomenal. Ramsey, why do you do this? Ramsey, you know how bad that makes me look. Ramsey, why do you do this? <laughs> it's, again, it's, oh, Ramsey, it's not the worst thing he could say, but what are you doing? That's my guy, Deron Bland from Modesto. Like, awesome, but that, he's not MVP. That Sac State stand up. That record's incredible, though. Like, that record he is, is just. breaking a record. Th- 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 which is it's breaking a record to Ramsey's. Th- that's different. Don't do you want to apologize to Ramsey? I for do not. Up on him? No, I didn't hang up on him. I'm not in control of anything. No, nah, that was a hang up of all the fans right there. <laughs> that was tough. Like I said, th- that makes me look bad look. right there, putting you through <laughs> for that. But Chester hit him with the fade. Michigan hit him with the bye. <laughs> to, to, he, the guy's breaking a record, an NFL record. Nah, you're being disingenuous. He's not in any odds. No one's talking about it. He's not in any. Did Devin radar. Hester win MVP? No. Is Devin Hester in the Hall of Fame? He's not even not in the Hall yet. of Fame. He should is be. He's, I think he, he will be, though. He will think, be. Well, why isn't he? I don't know. It's incredible. Because the voters are weird. It's the same reason T.O. didn't get in for three years. Not the same reason, but they're weird. Weird is not the proper word, but I got you. You know who was uh, that dude? Katrina, come get you, man. You know who was that dude for a minute? Speaking of kick returns, my boy Dante Hall. Wow. Oh, yeah. The human joystick was yeah, crazy. Yeah. He was nasty. It's crazy. Uh, CMC? Tied a record. He did. Yeah, it's incredible. But it's stretched over two seasons. Uh, minor details. I, I still, I think if he scored that's a touchdown. That's crazy. That's the one game he did score a touchdown. I think if he scored a touchdown, and you could you could throw in last year if you wanted to, too. I think even if he had scored a touchdown all 17 weeks, I don't think that'd move the needle. It's a quarterback award. Like, it, that's what, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's Tyreek is barely seventh in odds, I think. He'd have yeah, to, crazy. he'd have to approach 2,000 yards on the ground, Christian McCaffrey, to you be th- in the conversation. You think Tyreek gets uh, offensive player of the year? <laughs> Easily. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> that's the award I thought Christian McCaffrey could get. I think that's, that's the, that's probably them for the, for the IC belt. If Tyreek sets the record, you gotta award him with something. Even if it's, I don't think it's up. Even if he gets close, I don't think it's, I don't think it's up for debate. Tyreek's winning that. Okay, mm. I think so. Well, you gotta get all worked up about <laughs> it. I'm not trying to get worked. Well, I know you are worked up. I don't have an argument against Tyreek at all. No, he's, I don't either. He's very. <laughs> but you know what? I don't have an argument against Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, the only argument against would be Tyreek Hill. That's it. And the <laughs> argument, but to me, the argument against Tyreek Hill is Christian McCaffrey. Mm. But that record that he's gonna break. That's, 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 a, that's a big that's a, that's, that's one of the big records. Yeah, yeah. The uh, and, and you know he be well so with Christian, but he may be doing it with the number one seed in, in Miami if they could mm-hmm. hold on at AFC. Does Miami? So Miami controls their own destiny now, huh? Yeah, they went out because the Jags lost. Because mm-hmm. it'll come down to I guess technically they don't control their own destiny mm-hmm. yet, but you beat you went out and beat Baltimore. That's where it's like yeah, you win the rest can, of the games, you're good. How can they? Conference record or something like that. So Baltimore. Oh wait, wait. What was your question? I was. How could? How do they not though? Because they're one now. Well, yeah, they're one. If everything stays the same. They'd stay one, right? Well, then yeah, I guess they do control their own destiny. Yeah. Then it's just. For, I guess it'd be. What winner. about what? Five games. Five games left, huh? Yeah, about. Yeah. They got. They got Titans, Jets, then Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills. Mm. 
Calvin, Calvin, that last Bills three is the only road crazy. game too. Mm. That last three crazy because the Bills might be fighting for a playoff spot. Let's uh, let's do a couple of overreactions here before we get into. They say this is a big rich town. Um, you you guys brought up Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. This is a good run, but it's over. Overreaction. What was that? C.J. Beathard that played? I didn't see. I think it was C.J. Beathard. Who, who played uh, when Lawrence went out. C.J. Beathard's not very good at all. Um, I think it's an oh, over- Let me see their schedule. Let me see their schedule. I think it's an overreaction because they're just talking like he's week to week. Like they, they haven't ruled out like he's not playing here, next week here, or anything. Here's the schedule. At Cleveland versus Baltimore. At Tampa versus Carolina. At Tennessee to close the season. I think they'll they'll win the conference or division. Yeah, I'm not expecting to lose the division or anything, so I think it's an overreaction. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence will be back for playoffs, I think. He might even be back before the season ends. Okay. Not an overreaction. That was a that was a bad loss by them on uh, And it was CJ Beathard. Just officially. CJ Beathard. Nine of ten. Okay. How about three yards? How about this? The Baltimore Ravens should be considered the favorite to win the AFC. That's an overreaction. I don't think it's an overreaction. I don't see any reason. Like, if you think they're coming out the AFC, I don't see why. That'd be an issue. Favorite, though? It feels like KC doesn't look good right now. And the thing with Miami, whether it's narratives or not, is they haven't played anyone yet. Like, right now, Baltimore's just kind of yeah. up there still. Yeah, maybe I'll take that back. Maybe it's, it's not an overreaction. You can disagree, but it's not an overreaction. So no. Here's the last one because I had I had a non-quarterback will win the MVP award, but I think we just talked about that for like 15 minutes, so we can we can ditch that because we're all of the belief a quarterback is going to win that award, mm-hmm. and the consolation prize will be the offensive player of the year. This will segue. Time out. Us. Two seconds. Let me, I, let me not leave that. Say the 49ers lose a game, and the Cowboys end up with five losses. Like I said, is the quarterback still winning? Yeah, Lamar Jackson. It's going to be a quarterback. Jalen Hurts can get back up in there too. So there's a there's there's a scenario that you just laid out with with the Cowboys. That that, that means probably the Dolphins beat them, right? Is is there there's a Dolphins Cowboys game, right? Yeah. yeah, Christmas Eve in Miami. I mean, you've got the Ravens with a Dolphins, right? And Forty Niners game. Yeah. Two and Lamar. I don't see. I think. I think it's two people. It's Tyreek and Christian McCaffrey. I don't think Christian McCaffrey has a, like a legitimate shot. I'd be stunned if Tyreek got it over Tua. Like we literally have never seen that before. In um, that scenario, you got two quarterbacks that can elevate their their profile with Lamar and Tua. Lamar's got the 49ers one week and then Miami immediately after that. Mm-hmm. Like, he can lock that up easy. And on the flip side, uh, Tua's got the Cowboys in Baltimore. And that's where he can cash in. I don't see any way a non-quarterback wins. Okay. This will be Robert Sala's last season with the Jets. That's not an overreaction. Mm. But he's got to hope it's that the front a- office is giving him that Aaron Rodgers here. Next year, yeah, it's not an overreaction, but I don't think it happens. I get like I they it's... they they get the they got the short end of the stick with Rogers blowing his Achilles out, but he turned this whole quarterback thing into a circus. Mm. It's a complete R- circus. Robert Sala did, yeah. You could throw the GM in there too for not going after anyone. 
Um, I don't think he gets fired though. Not it's a it's a good I, thought. I think, I think it's an overreaction. I don't think I don't think Bob's getting fired. So so overreaction means it's going to happen because I don't think like when I think of overreaction, I think I don't mean to like make it too convoluted, but so I this, think like that's ridiculous. You're overreacting. This, no, you're not overreacting. I don't think it's going to happen though. The statement is this will be Robert Sala's last season with the Jets. I think that's an overreaction. I don't think that that's happening at all. So I'll say it's an overreaction. Okay. You don't think that it's happening at all. I, I do think, think the sentiment is ridiculous. I agree with Jesse that this whole quarterback thing has become a circus, mm-hmm. but the reason it became a circus was because the quarterback got hurt and you didn't have plan B. That's on them too, though. No, 100%, but it's not on Bob. It's on whoever Bob's boss is. I'll put Pete on the GM then, because you could have went out and got Josh Dobbs, or J- Josh Dobbs or Jameis Winston, made an offer at least, and all that. Maybe they did. Get the we don't know done. that they didn't. You got to get the deal done, though. I like, mean, the, like the moment Zach Wilson, I called I, the moment Zach Wilson came in season was cooked. I okay, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think about this. This isn't an original thought on my part. I hadn't thought about this one time all year. At no point do you at least consider Cam Newton. I would have. Uh, no. Cam out here doing podcasts. Yeah, actually, he's Cam, talking a little. Cam is so far away from football. Yeah. Okay. I was just asking. I would have gave it a thought though. Like if his shoulder is fine, maybe it's well, better than Zach Wilson. I'll tell you that. The uh, what's the name? Well, what the hell? What's was... the name going to call uh, Philip Rivers last year? What was Joe doing? Joe probably didn't want to go back to the Jets. Or Joe, Joe going to the playoffs. Might uh-huh. go to the playoffs. <laughs> Joe, Joe Flacco might be on a playoff team. What was he doing? I don't know. Maybe the Jets. Well, Robert Sala's already been there. Was he waking that. up at five a.m. working out? I don't think so. But Cam, Cam looked like football the last thing on his mind. Okay, he looks very retired. It's a big cigar now. Cigar guy now. Yeah, I'm wrong with that. Have you watched this podcast before? It's not. It's not I have. bad. It's no, it's, not. it's fine. Yeah. I've, sometimes he's like, like I don't watch it. I've watched it. Yeah. Sometimes he's uh, Brandon Marshall esque. Yeah, like he does a little too much with with hosting it, but he's he's cool. He's cool. He 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 uh, gets gets the person he's interviewing to be comfortable and ask answer questions and stuff like that. So, did you see Aaron Rodgers scolded the Jets for the Zach Wilson report? Yeah, I, I heard about that, and yeah, I kind of agree with him because I feel like that came from the the Jets. It absolutely came from the Jets. Yeah, it 100% came from the Jets. By the way, Zach Wilson will start on Sunday. Zach Wilson is starting on Sunday uh, versus the the Houston Texans. But but Rodgers rode pretty hard for for Zach Wilson in his daily his weekly paid conversation with Pat McAfee. I don't understand how teams... that's how it needs to be referred to. By the way, is his weekly paid conversation exactly with Pat McAfee? He's not on there because they're buddies. I I don't understand how. Like how an organization, that'll happen. And they'll go talk to Diana Rossina and be like, Diana, guess what happened? We wanted to start him. And Zach, he he didn't want to start. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tweet it out. Tweet it out. How do you do that? How do you do that? It's someone who doesn't. I mean, God, I hate this. I absolutely hate this. Aaron Rodgers is, is right. Like it's... I, that's not what good organizations do. Mm. It's not. 
and Jets are still battling with being a bad organ. Think they got the longest playoff drought in professional sports right now? I know who doesn't. We don't. That's right. That's right. Is that that's the shoot? They they have the longest one. I believe wow. so. Last time they made it was 2012, yeah, and since the Mariners have gotten in there and the Kings gotten in there, I think they're next. Wow. That's Mark Sanchez year? Yep. Sanchez, yep. Back-to-back conference championships, Mark Sanchez. Agreeing with Aaron Rodgers is tough. <laughs> it's really, I say, you know, hate Aaron. Yes, I do not like Rodgers. It's facts. But he's right. Just because I don't like him doesn't mean he's wrong. And right. the fact that he rode for a young quarter is just getting his face kicked in on and off the football every week. Look, Zach Wilson might not be very good. Zach Wilson isn't very good. Nothing has shown that Zach Wilson's very good. But neither are the Jets, and that's that's the that's hard that's that's the that's the what if about this that I hate. We know how great Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers can do things that Zach Wilson can't do in a variety of different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought we would be talking about this all year. It turns out we only got it two plays. Kenny and I are watching that game opening week. Like they are going to get Aaron Rodgers killed. Mm. That offensive lineable. Now you swap out a veteran quarterback who knows how to take care of himself, knows how to get rid of the ball, knows how to read things a little bit differently, and you're putting a kid back there who you've already acknowledged is a failure with a terrible offensive line. What the hell did you think was going to happen? The Jets stuff going into the season was so overblown. That was an ESPN granny stuff right there. A hundred percent that's what it was. They lean in. It used to be a huge negative to – do you know who Trey Wingo's a fan of? No, because he never told you. Mm-hmm. That's the dude on the lead NFL broadcast. He never told you who he was a fan of. Mm-hmm. He's a Dallas Cowboy fan. Mm, I never man. knew that until he told me. Yeah. He's a Dallas Cowboy fan. Now they lean into it. Now they lean into like Greeny's like borderline uncomfortable obsessiveness with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Now they lean into that, and it influences it influences the way this stuff is reported and talked about. The, I'll push back a little bit on that. It wasn't completely irrational to think the Jets might be a playoff team or can contend in that division. No, 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 no. You had Aaron Rodgers no, 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 there, no. Who, who, as much as we don't like him, just played a hell of a season. I know they got a weak offensive line, but you got to think they were three and three at one point. You got to think he would have made up for for some of that. Not, like- not irrational at all. The problem is that it was discussed as if that was a 17-0 Super Bowl team who had no flaws just because Aaron Rodgers was there. The only problem, if you watched Hard Knocks or you watched uh, uh, coverage leading into the NFL season, the only problem you were ever told about was Zach Wilson in the quarterback spot. That was it. Mm -hmm. Not that offensive line that could have gotten any quarterback, including Aaron Rodgers, killed. I thought it was overblown a bit. Like, I thought they were going to be better and stuff like that. But, like, it, it was different because they were bringing in Aaron Rodgers' friends. Like, the Jets were not building a good football team. They were bringing in Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. Like, they were not building a football team. They were placating to Aaron Rodgers. I saw a tweet the other day. It's not Aaron Rodgers don't play for the Jets. The Jets play for him. They would not have been that good. Like, they would have been, they would have been wild card maybe, but not Super Bowl contenders or anything like that. And, well, and that's a successful season for them, though. I, I'm not, and I'm not even saying that in a um, condescending way. You know, it's a team that we just talked about. It hasn't made the playoffs in 11, 12 years. You you get a guy to come in here, take you to the playoffs. Once you get in there with a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you got a shot. thought it was fair. 
thought I thought the coverage was fair. No, I didn't. the 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 coverage of being a playoff team is fair. Mm-hmm. The over the top, there's the 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 the, the Jets are flawless. Is not Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers making up for every issue the Jets had was just wrong. It was yeah, wrong. I don't know. I, I think the only issue they had was offensive line, which was a big issue. That's big, a huge no, issue. That's a big issue, but they they had a top defense. And, <laughs> like, and that, But that's it. That's what they had. Defense. They had a top defense. You've got a, a, a big-time uh, receiver in, uh, in, in Wilson, and now you put a quarterback there. They went and got Dalvin Cook. I thought he still had something in the tank. From the desk of the National Football League. The playing rules of the National Football League and our game operations policies clearly prohibit non-player personnel, coaches, trainers, equipment staff, security officers, and others from making physical contact with, taunting, or directing abusive or insultive language towards personnel, uh, opposing players, game officials, or others involved in a game. Skip ahead. Please ensure that all members of your game day staff understand their role does not extend to being involved with game day altercations and they must refrain from such involvement. (laughs) I wonder what this is about. (laughs) That was sent out by the National Football League today to all 32 teams in the NFL. Do you know, you've, uh, you've, you've probably been around me enough now to know what bothers me. That's snitches. This was not supposed to be made public. That it's memo, not the biggest deal in the world, but the memo. Yeah. Oh, the memo. I'm, 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 I'm very confident the NFL sent that memo to. Well, no, it was. I could tell you why it was. The first person I got it from, or the first person that posted it, was Rappaport. So you think they gave it to Rappaport? Well, I think it went to all 32 teams. Rappaport is. State-sponsored media. He, I'm sure he got the okay to post it. Okay, they probably sent it directly to hell. They might have sent it directly to Schefter. Well, maybe so. Everyone knew the, the, the NFL had it. the NFL had to say something. I'm just re- looking at the you know the, the heading where it says to all those front office people. Yeah, that's right. It's saying. not the first NFL memo that's got now. No, well, <laughs> not the first. Not at all. Uh, two things, real quick, with with football. Um, 49ers reportedly thinking about or pursuing Zach Ertz. Okay. I'll take that. I'm not saying he's a game changer, but you know my my stance on all of this. Go get everybody. Go go do everything that you can to guarantee a Super Bowl. Buy this thing if you have to. Buy it. I don't care how it gets done. Bring them all in. So if Zach Ertz is available, which he is, and he wants to come to San Francisco and be a say, Ross Dwelly, I think, got hurt too. That's another uh, interesting note to that. Um, they could put him on a season-ending IR. You bring Zach Ertz in there. Whatever he has in the tank, you can use that to try and win a Super Bowl. And another thing. Um, one, one more note on that memo. This according to Schefter. Uh, what happened Sunday, the case isn't closed on that. The memo is not the end of the situation with Dom. The the other thing about uh, that particular situation as well is um, I forgot who reported it. Damn, I can't remember. But they said um, Big Dom, Greenlaw, and John Lynch met up after the game. Everything's good. They They're good. 
They're, they, you know, whether it was a misunderstanding or that, clearly what it was, but yeah. That's, that's, the, very, he shouldn't be out no, there. I was gonna I, say, that's, that's, that's two separate that's things. That's very but, nice. That doesn't you know, matter. Yeah. That, 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 that shouldn't factor. I don't know. The, the NFL, I don't think the NFL is going to do anything about this outside of what we just read you. Mm hmm. That, that what you just said that's that's from a personal standpoint from a human standpoint that's fine yeah Trey Greenlaw got thrown out of that game well that's the incompetence of the referees again they didn't have to throw him out it's true yep that's, they didn't that's, have to do that well, they were they weren't competent enough well, to look at a situation and say you know what let's get the security guard off of here 15 yards for Dre Greenlaw and let's move on they had no clue what the hell to do. So they did the worst possible thing. They really threw a dude in street clothes out like that was going to accomplish something. Come on, man. Uh, you had one more thing. Uh, Kyle Shanahan doesn't think Eric Armstead's playing this, this Sunday. He didn't practice today. And per Kyle Shanahan, doesn't expect him to play Sunday. Just give Eric Armstead like the best human ever award. Because he's, he's up. He, like, he wins those humanitarian awards, mm -hmm. those. Walter Payton, like he is, he gets nominated for those every year. Yep. Like, like Eric yep. walks that walk. One Let's get Shy Town in here real quick. Shy Town, what's going on, baby? Hey, how y'all doing, man? We good, Shy Town. Sounded good today, man. I just wanted to uh, recap off the calls yesterday since uh, D'Lo wanted to be like Michael Jackson, <laughs> want to be starting something. Um, <laughs> They, they, the, the callers, I feel it, man. The one dude that called in talked about Keegan Murray trade and this and that. I felt like I got punched in the face when he said that the way I look. So I agree. No, but what about the people that want to win now? You know what I'm saying? You got the people that's just cool with basketball. Okay. Okay. The Kings, da, da, da. we fans, but a lot of people are really invested more than others. So the people that want to win now, they ready to shake it up, shake it out, and move around if you ain't fitting right now because, for one, man, the tickets is like $40 more than what they were last year. So we're spending more. We're, we're financially invested. We're mentally invested, emotionally invested. So how do you, you know, how, how, how do you build this team with trying to satisfy the fans because ain't nobody making no money if the fans ain't coming. Oh, I got it. I got an easy answer to that. We don't even got to wait till we get back from the break. There's nothing wrong with this team. It's fine. They're the fifth seed in the what, West right now. What do I what do I say to the fans who want something to win right now? Wait. That's what I tell you. Calm down. Uh, we'll talk Kings basketball. A lot of Kings basketball when we return. Plus, we got power rankings uh, here on Dealing with KC. Sky, brought to you by Sky River Casino and Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. You get to these power rankings in just a heartbeat because uh, James Ham is going to join us. I know you laid this out. I really did. There was a huge slate of games in the NBA tonight. I kind of just thought there was no games. No. And then the semis were tomorrow. Yeah. And then the, you know, we're, we're losers bracket is Friday. And then you got the championship. I just, I didn't, there's a, there's a ton of games tonight. I didn't yeah, realize that. The, the league is active. I mean, yeah. they've got, uh, they've had, Two days off, everybody, because they didn't play no games on so, Sunday. That's funny. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, when was the last time the Warriors played, and are they not playing until Sunday? But they played tonight. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't play. They played the Kings game. Was the Clippers game a, the last? The one? Clippers game Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's not. The league. Excuse me. Down. I guess that's not that long. Saturday to Wednesday. It, it for some reason I, I, in my it head feels I didn't like think it's a were, long time. 
because you don't it doesn't feel like you normally get those type of uh, breaks. And didn't in the NBA did we have an off day? Like no Sunday. one played Sunday. No one played Sunday. No one played. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's tonight. There's hoop to watch tonight, even if the games are a little goofy. <laughs> they say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's right, Week 13 power rankings, and there's clearly going to be a shift here. Uh, I can see both. Of, I, I got to be honest. I like your rankings a lot. I like your rankings a lot. Um, I'm going to do mine first because... I think yours. You did what I wanted to do, but didn't. Mm. You did what I wanted to do, but didn't. Last week, I had the Eagles at number one, the Chiefs at number two, 49ers at number three. I had the Dolphins and Ravens closing out uh, the top five. Mm -hmm. I still have the Ravens at five. I have the Dolphins at four. The Eagles fall to three. Mm. I don't feel comfortable with this anymore. <laughs> I don't hate it. I'm betting on them. I got the Cowboys at two. Ooh. And I'll explain what I wanted to do that I didn't, that Ooh. you did. I got the Cowboys at two. And obviously... I've got the San Francisco 49ers at number one. Well, we've got some action. So, again, the 49ers at number one, the Cowboys at number two, the Eagles at number three, the Dolphins at number four, and the Ravens at five. Last week, don't remember what I did. Yep, you didn't write it down. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was Eagles, 49ers, Raven, it might have been Cowboys three. No, I don't, I don't think you had the even, Cowboys. We won't even worry. I don't about think it. you did. Yeah. This week though, mm-hmm. we'll start from the top. We'll do like uh, college football playoff. Okay. We already, we already know who's one. Okay. Sure. Right? It's the Forty yep. ers Yep. At one. Number two. Yep. Almost did this. The Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Thought long and two. Thought long and hard about that. Mm. We could be gearing towards a one versus two again. Mm. In about two weeks, mm-hmm. 49ers, Ravens. Number three, the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Bye week last week, right? Were they no, they, they played they, the Commanders, same yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, this bye week. Beat the, beat the yeah, same, same. Yeah. Did the, did the, the Ravens little, had a bye. Did the Ravens, Ravens have a bye have week? A bye. That's, that's who it was. That might be the last buys of the season, too. Okay. Anyway. I can, uh, I can Dolphins did that. I'm sorry, Jesse. I didn't like the uh, the roller coaster celebration. We, need to, we might need to go back to throwing flags. Uh, Cardinals and Commanders. I like that. Cardinals and Commanders on by this week. No. We might need to go back to throwing flags. Oh, oh, stop. What fine. are we doing? Stop it. We're Let them live. We're just sitting in the end zone doing crazy stuff. AC hates fun. Um, Dolphins three, though. Mm-hmm. Number four mm-hmm. is the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, boy. All right. I think Dallas is better than Philadelphia. Someone got georgia Someone got Georgia. <laughs> At number five is the Philadelphia Eagles. That's what I wanted to do. I was like, that feels crazy. I wanted to put them all the way down to five. But I was like, you can't. I spent I spent a whole Monday talking about you can't do that to Georgia. <laughs> you can't, can't put Georgia all the way out. Well, that's what yeah. I, I was like. I, 
I don't know. So I, I, I set it up to kind of bet on the Cowboys. We're all picking the Cowboys to beat the Eagles. Mm-hmm. The Eagles at three, they could find themselves on the outside looking into this thing. The Eagles have been been skating by on that. Well, they just win games. Yep. And like I said, we all, we've all watched them. They don't look good. Not like bad, but they don't look like Ooh. the best team in football. So – so all season, like you said, it's just been uh, Eagles winning, but they're not playing well. If they lose to the Cowboys, does it take away from their season that they've had so far, or are they yeah. still just one of the top? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're still a three-loss team. They still have the ability to be number one. Is it a little fraudulent? But the No, it's not fraudulent, but the noise gets loud because they beat mm-hmm. the Cowboys once, right? So, mm-hmm. like, they have that on their record. But the noise about – the, the them you know the one score games that mm-hmm. when you keep winning the one score games it's fine you got roughed up by the 49ers now it doesn't matter if you get roughed up or lose by one yeah to the Dallas Cowboys if you lose that conversation gets louder and you you're starting to look at like yep cuz i know i i didn't care for this but the a lot of 49ers i mean we talked about it Fans were and reporters were tweeting the point differential with like the 49ers, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. Mm-hmm. It's like triple digits, triple digits, 40 <laughs> for the Eagles or something like that. Um, come on, guys. That's dumb. That's dumb. Two straight losses to good teams. I was like, maybe that's not so dumb. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's something, maybe there's, maybe there's something to it. I mean, you, this, I mean, this maybe isn't fair, but. You just know how to win games until you don't. No. You know what I mean? No, and that's, that's why I don't – I, I gave them respect for their record and the fact that they were they were winning. You don't want to discount that. But it was like, uh, they just don't look as good to me as they were last year. Huh. And now, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I – I, I don't know if I dropped them out of the top five with the loss of the Cowboys because you lose to a team that I put ahead of you um, on the road. I don't know if that's that would be enough to get you knocked out of the top five, but it almost feels like the Eagles might be at a fork in the road in their season. To to use a phrase that Suge Knight used. Oh, uh, God. Wow. <laughs> okay. The 49ers might have changed the Eagles. Hmm. I hear you. Exp- explain. I hear you. It is clear as day. And and I, we'll see if it's clear as day or it's just they went up against the 49ers. I think it's clear as day. It's clear as day that if they can't get home from with that pass rush, you can light them up on the, on the offensive end. Their defense is not good. Not good. I agree. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. The last two-minute report came out. For I the had, Kings? No. Oh, for the Kings. They, they, they said it was the right call for the Lakers, huh? They did. Cowards. Here's what they said. I just want to make sure. I'm reading it. When, they, when it says CC, that means correct call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. L.A. is granted a timeout when Reeves recovers the ball and pins it against his leg before he loses it again. NBA That's does some not real... possession of the ball. <laughs> NBA does some real shameful stuff sometimes, bro. Hey. Okay, here's the good thing about it, though. Here's the good thing about it. When it happened to us, nobody cared. Mm. Nobody cared. Now that it, now that now that it happened on a big stage with 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 the Lakers involved and the and the Suns involved, maybe people will start what to look at our, this. What was our what was our situation? 
They said, so I think after. I know there was the Pelicans game. I think it was after the, they acknowledged. The Miami was before Golden State. Tyler Hero was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I think they acknowledged Tyler Hero traveled, but they didn't acknowledge that Klay Thompson fouled Kevin Herter seven times. I think you got it reversed. Oh, the other way. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they acknowledged Tyler, but they. They did acknowledge her. Okay. So there was a point where we kept, we would wait for the two minute and they stopped acknowledging that the Kings got, <laughs> Kings got the short end of the stick. So here's uh, the, the, Dave uh, Garcia, Lakers in season tournament winners confirmed. Well, there you have it. Let's, uh, let's take a, let's, let's see this mysterious, this mysterious Austin Reeves pinning. Uh, here we go. Oh, got volume and everything. <laughs> Two, uh, okay, I'm gonna do play oh, by play for everybody. Here's there, there's no he falls. He's dribbling. They really think we're idiots, dude. He never had it. They really think once we're he lost it initially. Hey, shout out to LeBron for trying. He he got him. He got him. What once he had it initially, he never got it. Never back. had it. He never had possession of the ball. And and, and their best case scenario, like best case scenario. He had it, and it was a jump ball situation with Devin Booker. Do you know? Best case. I don't even think it was that close. Do you know what sort of laser, like Spider-Man eyesight you would have to have <laughs> to believe that Austin Reeves pinned the ball against his leg while LeBron James simultaneously <laughs> called for a timeout? That is crazy. That's incredible. That That is it's ridiculous is is what it is. That's that's ridiculous. I mean, just say you got it wrong. That's that's a joke. Well, that explains why there have been no sleepless nights for the Oh, they're just sleeping good. Oh, they sleeping they slept good. Like Everything's babies. great. They slept like babies. They are good. James Ham pinned it on his hip. No, he No, he didn't. The ball was never even near his hip. I'm looking at it right now. He's down there trying to fumble to get it. The ball's not on his hip. It's not on his hip. <laughs> it's never on his hip. We we have a, a a live look at Malik Monk looking at the last two minute report. <laughs> That's Malik looking at the last two minute report right there. Uh, let's bring in James Ham. James Ham is here with us. Uh, let's James. Uh, you're listening to D'Lo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento ninety eight point five FM KRX QHD two Sacramento ESPN thirteen twenty always live on the free Odyssey app. Let's all uh, check in with Malik Monk uh, together, uh, courtesy of uh, our good friend and James's partner over at the Kings Beat, Sean Cunningham. Uh, before we talk to uh, James here, uh, let's check in with Malik. Well, you have obviously a few days off here for practice. Um, just any areas of need, of need for this team or areas of focus for the next few days? Uh, sense of urgency on the defensive end, that's about it. Um, everything else will come easy um, once we get that down. Do you feel like this past week or so, did it feel like any other week, or were there some emotional games that you guys kind of went through? Uh, I mean, this season tournament feels like a playoff game. Um, so, yeah, them, them emotional losses um, and wins, too. So, But I wouldn't say it felt like any other week um, because it hasn't been an in-season tournament before. Um, so it's been a little different. Um, but, I mean, we got practice now, so we get to watch our mistakes and see what we got to do. In a way, is that kind of like a cleanse from that moment and just move in and kind of get back into routine of 
making us feel like a normal season? Yes and no, um, because I think that the tournament's going to be around, though, so we got to get used to it. Um, but yeah, we it, it's time to get back on track. Mike, how did you guys be talking about you know the ultimate goal, you know, to get huh? this season and uh, playoff next year too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and now we're closer to that. Um, like I said, we just need a little bit more sense of urgency on the defensive end, and we'll figure it out. You guys haven't been spreading to the corners as consistently and quick this year. Like, what, what have you kind of been seeing with that, and maybe the reason? Uh, I really don't know the reason, man. I can't speak for everybody else. Um, so we've been sending on film. Um, we start, we be close to the corner. We just stop short. Um, so it's not really just any more something we could do more um, or less. We just gotta get an effort to get back to the corner. Do you think more often than not it's the dude that gets the board that like they just want to be pushing? Uh. Yes and no sometimes, um, because I push the ball up. Um, Fox push the balls up. Domas push the ball up. But sometimes I dribble the ball, Fox dribble the ball, and Domas dribble the ball. So it just depends on the game and the field. Um, but we got to get better at that, of course. Let's stop right there. Uh, Malik talks uh, a little bit more. You can check that out on our man Sean Cunningham's page as we welcome in our good friend James Ham, King's Insider from the Insiders. Hammer. Into 12 here. Sound like people were fighting. Well, yeah, there was. was a, yeah, I believe. I believe it was a spirited practice there. <laughs> uh, those, see, see now, now, now you get a sense of what we hear uh, when we put on your guys's videos. It's like all of the commotion going on uh, in the background. But Malik talked about the sense of urgency on the defense. Is it as simple? Uh, not simple, but is that the number one identifying thing for this team that to work on? Is a sense of urgency on the defensive end? Yeah, I mean, I think it is, um, but like at the end of the day, like you have to win games. So however it is, you have to win games. Like you got to figure that out. I think we're still searching a little bit for an identity with this team. They've been good offensively, but not great. They've been a little all over the board, like big losses, big wins, uh, not a lot of close games. And uh, at the end of the day, like you could say defensive, whatever. Like this team is never. I don't think until they make a roster change or two, they're never going to be great defensively. It's just, can they be good enough? And they've got to be good enough with their offense not playing all that well. So, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those catch-22s that Mike Brown is stuck in. He's got to figure out how to you know make this team better on, on both ends of the court at this point, where last year he just had to make the team better on one end of the court, which I think may have been easier. Uh, but right now the offense isn't clicking on all cylinders and neither is the defense. You know, he said something that Malik said something that um, I was interesting to hear him say because I felt the same way a little bit after the game on Monday. He said now that the NCAA tournament, he didn't have nothing bad to say about it, but he's like, now that it's over, we can get back to the regular season. Like, basketball and that's what I felt too I wanted them to advance and and go to the semifinals and all this other stuff go to Vegas but there was a part of me that was like all right now we got that out the way now we can get back to being the best regular season team that they could be is do you think that's the feeling the whole team has the whole organization has as well as not that it's a bad thing like it was a hindrance or um, something that that was uh, annoying but all right, that's over. Now we can focus again. Yeah, I found it interesting that like Monday night, the the way that they kind of reacted. 
is that when it was it was monday night right mm-hmm. um yeah how how um they were down they were bummed out not because they lost a game because they got bounced out of the tournament i mean it's part of the same thing you know losing a game is one mm-hmm. thing but you could also tell that they were bummed out about getting bounced out of the tournament and even Domas talked about it, like just how much fun it would it would have been to have a break and go to Vegas in the middle of the season, mm-hmm. and and go play against really high level competition. So I think there is a little bit of uh, you know you can't have a hangover here. You got to get right back out, and you you've got to start winning games again. And it doesn't get easy. I mean, you're you're playing a, a really good Phoenix Suns team um, that really got just completely jobbed. It looked like. I don't care what the two minute report says. Uh, like, I, I don't understand any of what's it was happening pinned there. against his leg. James, <laughs> the ball was pinned against his leg. Erroneous. Erroneous. <laughs> That's just not the facts. It's like, really how not. Can you, how can you watch the video and how can the league put out a video and uh, put out a statement, um, which I think there's a video attached. Like, yeah, at least doctor says, the video. It says at least, something different. At least, like, like pause it or something to where it looks like the ball, ball to his leg. <laughs> ridiculous. See? It was there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was ridiculous. Uh, I also, I, like, I didn't know that there is no transition take fouls in the final two minutes of a game. I don't think I've ever heard that rule because the Devin Booker play right before the debacle of, of a turnover. Um, you know, like there was a clear take foul by Cam Reddish. And like, I don't understand why, why would there possibly not be why you can't do take fouls, call a take foul in the final two minutes of a game. Anyway, uh, maybe I just don't know the rule book well enough. And that one just, they snuck in there. I will say this. I thought that the, the officiating in the end season tournament was horrific. in almost every game that I watched, and I think it's a blight on the league that they wanted to put together this incredible tournament that turned out so incredibly well, and everyone's having a great time, and you got officials that shouldn't be calling games out there deciding a good portion of what happens. And so that's, you know, again, I I hate to bash on the officials, but, like, be better and find – and use better officials. Like, at the end of the day, use better officials. Like, I, I don't know, you know, Tony Brothers seems like a perfectly nice man, but, um, like, what does he call? He's like, a horrible how many public speaker, calls? I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, how many public, I mean, how many uh, just bad, like, mistakes, like, in front of everyone does he get? And that, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Kenny. We got to, these refs, they need to be a whole lot better as a whole. I heard you guys talking earlier, talking about Scott Foster, Scott Ross. He's a terrible ref <laughs> because he's because the things that 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 you say like oh, he's a good ref but he just you know he's got a short temper that's part of being a good ref like being able to manage your emotions as a referee in those situations and not fly off at the handle yeah. I think he's a terrible ref Imagine. it's always about Scott Foster I, I think he, I, like you're right like Scott Foster he gets to play in his own world. And the same thing, like, it's the old Joey Crawford thing. Like, mm. hey, dude, we didn't come here to watch you, like, basically turn into Leslie Nielsen from the Naked Gun <laughs> calling a strike three. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's just ridiculous. What we we watch from him is just, it's crazy. Uh, like, But now Scott Foster, 
I mean, there was a game where he threw De- DeMarcus Cousins out at halftime. Like, w- what is going on? And so I-, I think that that's part of it. Like, a lot of the old school, like, let these guys have big personalities type thing, it needs to go. It needs to be, like, as straight up as possible. And, you know, I, I think Devin Booker said it best. Like, we're not asking for favoritism. We just want it equal. We just want it fair. And to me, that's, you know, like the Kings might as well put that on a shirt. Like, cause that's what they've been asking for forever. They're not asking for favoritism, but if, you know, DeMarcus Cousins basically is running through traffic and getting smashed by everybody all the way to the basket and doesn't get a foul call. And then on the other end, he has a hand on a hip on Nikola Jokic on a followaway jumper from 18 feet. Hmm. And the dude flops and you don't call it. And then you don't call the flop or you don't call the flop on Draymond Green when he lays there on the ground. Like, what are we doing here? There, There's a rule book in place. You can't check to see if Sasha Vizenkov flopped on one end and then have a dramatic death scene on the other. You <laughs> that know, was tragic. It was tragic. But it was tragic. I mean, just like ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous uh, flopping on, on the other end or even the Chris Paul stuff. Like, mm. it's not like... They don't see the same thing that De'Aaron Fox sees or that everyone sees at home. Like, if he flops, go look at it. That's what the replay is for. You have that opportunity. We just learned they have that opportunity with the Sasha thing. You can go look and see if somebody flops. So, again, get the call right. And, and, And not only that, but don't call six fouls in the final two minutes of a game to even up the 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 foul sheet. Don't do it. I just, it's so disingenuous. Like we see it all the time. Oh, look, the Kings and whoever have the same amount of free throws on the game. Mm. Yes, because the Kings were up by eight and they just started calling whatever fouls. And so at the end of the day, it looks even. It wasn't even. The whole game wasn't even. Mm. And so I just feel like, you know, again, the officiating is it has to improve at some point. Remember when Scott Foster lost it on, uh, Scotty Barnes, I think it was. Remember last year? Scotty Barnes said something like, something oh. like, hey, what, you got money on the game or yeah. something? Oh. And Scott lost it. Just absolutely lost, lost it. it. I said, what's wrong with this maniac? Touched a nerve. <laughs> I'm just thankful yeah. that Draymond was able to recover from the death that he <laughs> suffered at the Golden One Center just mere seconds later and get back to playing defense as his coach was telling him to do. I it was, was like 20 seconds later. Yeah, he just he laid <laughs> well, there. Well, he for did a while. lay there for a while. But then he popped back up like you know, like he was hulking up, like Hulk Hogan <laughs> back in the 80s. He popped oh, up yeah. and started started shaking his head and you brother and then went down and <laughs> and then yelled some more and argued with the referee some more. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen like Colby Jones like poking with his stick, like, Are you okay, man? Are you still alive? Are you still like what is happening? Hey, somebody, Draymond, somebody... go on. Hey, someone get Draymond some help. Yeah, <laughs> someone run out on the floor and stop the action. The the meme, so he's down. The memes following yeah. that were were absolutely Epic. extraordinary. Epic. Just yeah. extraordinary. Um, what did you think of Monday's game? Kenny and I do not see this game at all the same. What was your impression of of that outing against the the Pelicans? Um, like very very seldom do I like look at a game and want to put like a huge amount of onus on one player. But 
there was like a three minute stretch from De'Aaron Fox in the late first quarter that I could not have gone worse. Yeah. Like, and to go from up 15 to up two in the matter of a couple of minutes and have, you know, basically one player have four turnovers and like three, two or three missed shots, like was really, really tough to watch. And it was almost like Mike Brown needed to call a timeout and put Demonis Sabonis back in to level level it out but before the end of the first quarter. But you, I think you lost it right there. You had all the momentum. You were shooting really well. You're hitting all your shots. And then they had like, I think it was five turnovers in a row. Mm. And like for him to come out of the first quarter with, um, I, you know, like, I, well, he had four turnovers, but I, I can't remember what the shooting number was. It wasn't good. Um, and sure, he played great in the second half, and he tried to bring it back, and he he did his best. But um, at the same time, I, I think that that game, like a couple others this season, just shines a glaring, glaring like spotlight on what's missing from this team. And you can't hide from it. We've talked about it forever. I've said it so many times on here. They have to have more length and athleticism at the three and the four. And not just length. They they have to be ball players. They have to be guys who can step on the court and you can trust for major minutes to do to play the game, you know, the way you need it to be played. Because if not, Mike Brown can talk about defense all he wants. You just don't have defensive players. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can get better. You can play together. You can, uh, you know, you can grow organically a little bit on the defensive end. But at the end, end of the day, if you don't have defensive players, you're not going to be a great defensive team. And so I, I would, I think that that game in particular, just like, okay, what are you going to do if you're in a seven game series against this team? I, I tell you what the answer is you're going to lose. Hmm. So that's it. Like, you can't walk into a seven game series against the Pelicans and expect to win. Are you going to do it in the first round or are you going to do it in the second round? When are you going to lose to them? Because if they're in the playoffs and you're in the playoffs and you run into each other, you don't have the pieces in place to beat that team. You know, maybe you beat them once, maybe you beat them twice, but in a seven game series, I I don't think they're a better team than the Kings. I think they're a better matchup against the Kings and the Kings don't have an answer. And so like, you're going to have to go address whatever it is that's wrong there and figure it out. Oh, okay. So, I mean, what does that look like? Like that's uh, here. We're here again. That's getting a starter out of there. Yeah. Like that's what that is. That's not. I don't. I don't. I, the way I hear that, that's not get a better Kessler Edwards. That's getting one of the starters out of there. And it ain't Fox. It ain't Sabonis. It ain't Keegan. So what? What does that look like? Well, it just depends on who you want to be, doesn't it? Like if if you want to be a good playoff team. This team is a good playoff team. They can make the playoffs. They can win 50 games. Do you want to be a championship contender, which is what they keep saying? Then you need to make changes. And, and you're right. It's got to be a starter um, and and or a really high-level you know, rotational pl- player. They can't play on the fringe. Like Kyle and I talked about this on the Insiders. Like It's not to be – well, maybe it was on a commercial break. Not to be disrespectful to – like Chris Duarte, but Duarte is playing on the fringe when it comes to and improving your roster. You know, we saw it the first year with Monty McNair when he chose not to bring Bogdan Bogdanovich back 
and he signed was it uh Glenn Robinson the third and Hassan Whiteside uh as his only free agents. That's not even playing on the French. That's just like you're not you're not competing. Um but you know we saw two summers ago he, he made a bunch of additions. Um this offseason there wasn't as many and what the the like the additions that he did were again like a 35 year old backup center um you know a a possible maybe wing in Chris Duarte like outside of that you know a second round pick in Colby Jones uh, and, and then you brought Sasha Vizenkov over from overseas like you knew what your needs were and you didn't address them and it's not like we're telling anybody like we're making something up about what their needs were or we're like like able to see the vision like you know what the needs are everyone knows what the needs are and the pelicans just showed you once again what your needs are like you I can't stop brandon you can't stop zion williams you can't stop herb jones like you can't stop that guy and the, the breakdown of the off season feels a little too simplistic to me though they didn't go address their needs. I'm, you know, I'm confident they tried. We know for a fact they, they at least tried in Toronto. I don't know if they tried on both of them in Toronto, but we know that they tried on one. Yeah. No one's been able to crack that brick wall yet. So I, I, the, if you put yourself in a position, sorry, Casey, if you if you put yourself in a position to make a move later, maybe that's maybe that is the move we had to make this off season is to make sure. Look, what we want isn't there. But we can't cuff ourselves just to do something. And, and I think that's the, the fair, logical outlook. The only thing I was going to add was the only thing they could have done this offseason, lit- to me, literally, the only thing they could have done was they could have went and got Dylan Brooks. That's it. And if you're offering Dylan Brooks what you offered Harrison and Houston comes with their offer, you're probably not getting him either. And I don't know if people want to pay $80 million for Dylan Brooks. But that's the only move. It's not like there was a bunch of moves to make out there and they just passed on them to stand pat. I'm not saying that's what you're saying, Ham. I'm just saying, like, that's – there's only – there was to me, there was only one move they could have made, and it was Dylan Brooks. Yeah, but, I mean, we saw this same exact thing at the trade deadline. And, sure, they won a bunch of games afterwards, and so we forgot about the fact that they traded – you know, nothing to get Kessler Edwards and like one or two second round picks. Like that's all they did. And so you're still looking at this and saying, okay, you know, you're a couple of pieces away. And we, again, get back to the points that I was making. You're not a fringe piece away. You're not a second, third string center. You're not a, you know, potential, you know, a, a guy who played, you know, a handful of games last year because Ventry and who's coming into his third year. And and again, I'm not like throwing shade at these people, at, at these players, mm-hmm. but even when you, you know, you chose to bring back uh, Trey Lyles, which I, again, I think was a great move and you chose to bring in Sasha Vizinkov. Sure. Okay. I, I don't mind that move either, but the problem is that you just eliminated any minutes for any type of player that could actually fill the need that you have. And so were there other players? I'm sure that there were other players outside of, uh, the players that we've seen that that got traded or that signed somewhere, but go you got to go back to the trade deadline because the same exact thing, and it's just like they still have a bucket list of things that they need to go and take care of a punch list, and uh, it's not that 
I mean, it, maybe it is difficult. Maybe they don't have the assets. Maybe someone doesn't want to trade with them, but you still have to find that player. Is Harrison harder to trade now? Or is no. the contract affordable enough to where it's not that? And I'm not advocating for trading Harrison Barnes. I'm posing the question about his contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so his contract is tradable. I mean, it's like 12, 12 and a half, 13% of the salary cap. That's not that bad, right? So it for some people, it might look like a huge contract. You got to remember the salary cap is up to like $144 million. It's ridiculously high. So for him to make uh, 17, 18, 19 million over the next three years, no, it's not prohibitive. And, and the other thing I would say is I don't think like people want to heap like their, their frustrations on Harrison. And a lot of people think that I sit here and protect Harrison or that I, that I, you know, try to make excuses for him. I'm just going to tell you, like, there are a lot of teams in the NBA that would love to have a, a Harrison Barnes. And the problem is the way the Kings are currently built, he might not work for the Kings. But there are other teams that have the type of players around him that would work perfectly fine. And he would he would thrive in, a, in that situation. Yeah, but who? Like, like, like the thing I can't figure out is like, like, like if we look at Toronto, for example, why would Toronto want Harrison? Because if Toronto's moving on from OG mm-hmm. and Siakam, why would they want Harrison Barnes around for three years? I, I was just going to say another one I was thinking about on the way in today is how can we get PJ Washington? Why would Charlotte want Harrison Barnes? Well, those are two examples. So first of all, I'll take Toronto on. Um, I don't think that Toronto intends to be bad forever. That's, and Toronto is not a let's reboot. Mm-hmm. They're a let's build around Scotty Barnes, who's younger, but that doesn't mean that you're just going to throw away the next five seasons and start over. Okay. So I could easily see a team like that saying, okay, why would we trade for Harrison Barnes? We're going to trade for him because he's under contract for two years, and we're probably going to lose either or both OG and Anobi and Pascal Siakam in the offseason mm-hmm. when they're unrestricted free agents. So at least you know you have a, a player for two years. And on top of that, you have to spend money in the NBA. It's not like you can just do a uh, like bomb uh, Fisher does for the A's where you just don't <laughs> spend money. Mm-hmm. Like you actually have to be within 10% of the salary cap or you have to give that money to your players. You have to like distribute it however you want, but distribute it to your players. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Um, like I, there's going to be a place where Harrison Barnes makes sense. I would agree with you. Charlotte probably doesn't make sense because Charlotte's kind of starting over. But that's where three-team trades and everything else come in because, you know, there are teams out there. Again, like Philadelphia has been interested in Harrison Barnes in the past. Mm -hmm. I'd have a hard time believing that they wouldn't be interested in him again. And that's because they have other players on their roster that can disguise some of the things that your your struggles here, you know? And so uh, that's all I'm saying. Like, Harrison Barnes looks different on like 28, 29 other teams. He looks totally different. It just depends on whether that team has the, 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 the pieces to go around him that, that can actually support what he does and what he doesn't do. Mm. And that goes for any player. It goes for Kevin Herter. It goes for, Probably goes you know, for again, Davion Mitchell, uh, Demonis Sabonis. Like it goes for Demonis Sabonis too. There are teams that like, if you put a, Again, a Jaron Jackson Jr. next to Demonis Sabonis. Oh, that would be like incredible. Like you could really, really take like that's a type of player 
that would the long athletic shot blocking, uh, shooting, you know, stretch three, four, I mean, four or five, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Jabari Smith jr. Like he's young, but you can see where down the road, that's who he's going to be. Those are the types of players that I think would really fit next to him. And it's what they, they tried to do in Indiana with miles Turner and they just never put a really good team mm-hmm. around them. Okay. I have, I have, I have a lot more questions. They might not even be worth addressing right now as it pertains to Harrison Barnes. Cause I, I feel like the discourse after this this Pelicans loss has been like a little bit extreme, James. I want to get your opinion yeah. on that. We'll come back. We'll talk much more Kings basketball with the insider. From the insiders, our man James Ham here with Dylan with KC on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. I'm calling Cap. But I can't like I, I just I was just giving some devastating news. And I'm just calling Cap on. Oh man, maybe I'm not cut out for this game. No, you're, you're a Hall of Famer, bro. No, no. And the way y'all were acting about L.A. Night earlier, it's is it calling calling my champion L.A. Now, Night. It's gonna be Casey and Jesse tomorrow live at Sky River Casino. Now here's the thing about that. <laughs> well, I don't know about Jesse. I can't speak for him. You're the only one that don't like L.A. Night. I like L.A. Night. I don't like him at all. <laughs> I like making fun of L.A. Night with you guys. They said I did something that took KSFM off the air yesterday, and I don't believe it. When? I absolutely don't believe it. We never, we, we didn't get a thing? No, not that. No, when we were gone, oh. like when we left, they said I left this up, and I absolutely don't believe it. I absolutely do not believe that at all. Wait, how would that work, they, though? Like, there wouldn't have to be, like, music playing and stuff. Like, No, he said something glitched. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's a long it probably story. the same person that keeps moving his TV. Well, it was Seth. Seth must be moving the team. I don't know what's going on. No, it wasn't. Uh, who's it? Is it Marcos? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he was in the studio this morning doing a bunch of work under the table. Oh, before I uh, b- before we went on. Okay, this is who moved the Christmas tree all over again. I'm still, I'm still calling Cap. <laughs> and then on. he moved. I'm calling Cap on all of this. I don't believe that happened. I refuse to believe I left the studio last night with these two screens up and didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Calling Cap. Well, that doesn't make sense that no audio would play either, though, because if the board's not live, it should be automated. Well, yeah, it is automated. I don't know how. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just calling Cap on. They lying on me, Chad. I'm on I'm your just, side, Dilo. I'm just telling y'all something's off. Mm-hmm. And hey, is is I'm I'm telling Complex. I'm calling Cap on all this. Uh, I, um, agree. I agree with Miguel. It was Kimberly. It absolutely That's was facts. Kimberly. It Kimberly was Kimberly. came in here. She sabotaged me. That's 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 what happened. She <laughs> sabotaged me. Uh, big thanks to James Ham, uh, friends at Jiffy Loop, because we're giving one of the insiders' uh, PlayStations away. PS Five tomorrow at Sky River Casino. So come through, see us, uh, watch the show live. We're going to be doing the show live from Thirty Two Brew Street tomorrow. Stream. You'll see us out there uh, if you can't make it, but we'd love to see you. You can only win. The five and the game uh, if you're out there. Mm. I love these hashtags. Keep them going. Hashtag justice for D-Lo. <laughs> hashtag free D-Lo. That's I, I'm just cut. Hashtag Leazy did it. I'm with all Damn, of this. Leazy. Throw anybody under the bus because I know I did not leave yesterday with these screens up. <laughs> Any subliminal messages hey, at the in the meeting believe, like me that did it. I believe you. They weren't this morning when I got there. They weren't. I, I whatever that probes. Start it like I always do, which oh, I, that's the only thing. I- 
I can't lie. They're doing you dirty, bro. I think they are. They're doing you so dirty. Oh, but at 3.55, everybody going to hear me. Because you leave the screens up. That don't mean nothing. I can leave the screens up in here. It's still good because the board's not hot. Yep. They're going to hear my voice. They're going to hear my voice. I'll be your lawyer, bro. Don't even worry about it. They're going to hear my in 20 minutes. I'm going to tell you that right now. This is amazing. James... I'm probably overreacting right now to the news I just got. And I think a lot of Kings fans were overreacting to the loss to the to the New Orleans Pelicans. What do you think caused that? Is it the three losses to the Pelicans? Is it the loss, you know, the, is it the loss in the end season tournament? Is it the fact now that only one home team lost? And it was us. Is it okay. the Pacers making it? Like what what is it? No, I, I'm going to say that there was a lot of excitement for some reason. Everyone thought that whatever happened in new Orleans was flukish, which I don't understand. The Kings were favored by three and a half. I'm not sure why they, they got beat up by this team once, but twice before. And we can say, Oh, like the second game was better. Okay. Still lost. And they still weren't the dominant team. The other team was. So I don't know that, I wouldn't overreact about one game because I still, like I just said earlier, I think this is a 50 win team plus. And I, I, as they're currently constructed and they're, they're dabbling with a lot of things, whether it's on the defensive end, whether it's the, you know, trying to get uh, oppositions in isolation on, on the other side, uh, on the offensive end of the court. Like this is what good teams do. They try things during the season. Some things work, some things don't, but some things make you much, much better three months from now than you are today because you work something into your system. So I'm not overly concerned about that. What I am overly concerned about is that you just faced a team that you could face in the playoffs and they're just better than you. Mm. And you don't have a way to get through them. And like again, in a seven-game series, I taking the Pelicans. So you got to figure that out. And and I think that that's something that, you know, there's a lot of excitement for this. So why are the fans like going crazy? Why is everyone calling for Harrison Barnes' head? Like, again, I, I think a lot of that is overreaction. It was a loss, but it felt like more because it's an in-season tournament loss and Kings don't get to go to Vegas. And, you know, I, a bunch of writers don't get to go to Vegas and had planned on going to Vegas. Uh, so maybe the, you know, like crying wolf thing is happening at this point, but like overall, this is the same team they were last week. And to be honest, it's a very inconsistent version of what they were last year. Uh, but with potential to be better because they are trying to learn the game and be better for the long haul and for the playoffs. And, you know, like I bring up taking advantage of, of an opposition of getting switches so you can have a mismatch against a player. The Kings didn't have that in their arsenal at all last year. Mm. And it's something that they're trying to install right now. And it's slowing things down. It might gum up things. But just think of how many times you remember Steph Curry running by Keegan Murray and Kevin Herter to the basket last year in the playoffs. And that's what the Kings are trying to put into place. That instead of Steph Curry doing that, it's De'Aaron Fox running right by somebody. Or it's Malik Monk getting a switch onto you know, name that, that player that you're going to face and, and trying to get past him. Um, that's, that's kind of what they're doing, you know, so they are, they're learning on the fly and sometimes there's going to be some uh, bumps in the road. There's going to be some setbacks, but overall, I think this is still a really good team and I don't think people should be panicking 
you should just understand that like you have holes in your roster that you need to fill and they're still there. And I think that was a big reminder that there are holes that, that have to be filled. If, if you think you're going to reach the ultimate heights and if it's okay, if you don't, cause you're in year two, but at some point you're going to have to address those things. I don't know, man. I kind of feel like sometimes uh, people treat the NBA the way they treat the NFL. And you look at one game uh, and they make sweeping proclamations about this team. They didn't play well on Monday. They didn't play well. That doesn't necessarily mean that's who they are right now. Uh, Just like when they – like the game two days before that, they played a great game against Denver. Great game against Denver. Week before that, they – had the number one seed get their first loss at home uh, in Minnesota. So they're a little inconsistent right now with how they play. But I don't – like I said, yesterday was a lot. Yesterday was just – sky was falling. I was like, I don't, I don't think we're going there with this team. They're a team that 18, 19 games into the season, they're trying to find their footing. And aside from Boston – Milwaukee, Minnesota, everybody in the league is trying to find their footing. Yeah, I agree with that. I'd also point out, like, they're over 500. While they're trying to figure it out, they're 11 and 8. And that's a good thing. Like, you'd rather them try to figure things out. I would just say that where they just look way different than last year, the resiliency of last season is something that we talked about all year long. Like this team just, they, they never got down. They were, they, they bounced back anytime they had a tough loss. They won games that you didn't think that they would even have a chance in on, you know, second nights of a back to back and stuff. They, they don't have that resiliency yet to this roster to the, to this year's version of, and they need to find that because there is a big difference last year. They did not lose games like they lose the games this year. They, they've lost a couple of games by a ton where they weren't competitive. And you're looking around like, why is this team not competitive? We did not see that all too often last year. Maybe, maybe, you know, a couple of times the entire season. We're already at like five games that I thought that they weren't really all that competitive in. And that's not something we saw last year. You feel like things are a little off? I don't know. Like... Not really. I think you just haven't had a lot of like the Keegan Murray injury situation. Like it really does hurt this team because you don't have someone else like him to fill that void. And that's a problem. And you got to go small um, or you've got to go big. You you don't really have like that in between player. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that is a problem. And, and again, I think a lot of this is going to come back to matchup base. Like overall, I, Outside of De'Aaron Fox, I don't think anyone has been like consistently. Well, De'Aaron Fox and I would say probably Malik. Like no one has been like consistently excellent. And I, I think you know Kevin Herter had a really rough like first four games of the season. He's only like peppered in a couple of really bad games since then. Uh, but uh, Sabonis has had off nights. Uh, clearly, Harrison Barnes. Like I don't you know I don't know what to make of what happens to him on a nightly basis. Uh, just because he's not part of the game plan. So 
And I'd even point that that was like a really, really weird situation during post game on Monday with Mike Brown. So Mike Brown brought up uh, like in pregame, he brought up about how everybody has a, has a role and how they had said every player had a, a say in their role. He was talking about Malik Monk and he had to write down and then he had to tell the team what his role was. And like, he made a big deal out of this thing. It's part, part of the all in thing. Right. And then we get to post game and he gets asked about Harrison Barnes and he's like, yeah, we don't really know what his role is. Uh, like, and I'm like, wait, what? Like Harrison didn't have to go stand up in front of the team and explain what his role is. And, and all this, like, like you're telling us now that you don't know what his role is and that the coaching staff is still working on his role. And I thought that that was like a weird situation because, uh, like clearly Mike hadn't game planned for a Harrison Barnes conversation after that loss. It was back to me. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was a Matt and Jake were grilling Mike over Harrison Barnes. <laughs> To follow yeah. up on Jake's question, I want to eviscerate Harrison here too, and then that's where we got that we don't run plays and all of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but that's a that's that may be a coach looking out for his player. Um, hell, I don't know if Harrison knows what his role is. I don't know if anybody knows what Harrison's role is. He looks different. Like we're reacting to this game, and this is the this is the truly crappy part about all of this. Harrison had three, four good games in a row, and mm-hmm. it just barely got a, you know, glitch of a mention in you know a six-hour ESPN broadcast. <laughs> but the second you know things look bad, the second he puts up four, oh, he's a first segment mention. Can't have that. Can't have that. It's like his 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 eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. It's just steady and kind of inconspicuous. At four, boy, that four is loud. The the thing real real quick the thing I'll say about that I know for me, and I was just gonna stall him out yesterday anyway because because of what you said he's been playing fine you know the last few games uh, and he had a bad game on Monday but it's always kind of my thing with Harrison can't give me nothing right if you give me four points and you're playing good defense and you're like man locking up and doing all this other stuff and your main focus is on the defensive end and that only leads to four points, so be it. If you give me four points and you come away with nine rebounds, cool. But you can't give me four points, four rebounds, one of three, not really doing anything on the defensive end. Like, you can't – at this point, the, the frustration sometimes is like, man, Kevin Herter out, out here out-rebounding you. Kevin Herter, shooting guard, going out there and getting – getting big-time rebounds. On Saturday, he was in there getting big-time rebounds. Need him to do something. That's all. It, there's there's no one thing specifically, but just don't be invisible out there. I get what you but I also, like, how many times do you remember what P.J. Tucker game? You know? Like, you don't. Or Robert Covington. Like, on a case, they have a big block or they have a big, a big bucket, but that's when you're a fifth starter on a really good offensive team, when you're the number five offensive end and Mike Brown keeps saying they don't run plays for you. I don't know. I'll tell you like last, not this, uh, not this last week, but the week before in my uh, weekend, Harrison Barnes was player of the week. He averaged like 18 points per game. Like he shot outlandish. The second Keegan Murray steps on the court, some Barnes drops back a step and, the like the burger and 
he's just not get, he's not getting a lot and like don't De'Aaron Fox in order to average 30 points a game taking like 22 23 shots a game like that comes out of Harrison Barnes's pay like all of these you there's there's no way for everybody's team to be great every single because if they did then this 150 points a game and that's our so again look at how the Kings pace has gone down so there were shots for everybody like this is a more team than it was last year they don't look like they're in as good a shape last year which is thing that i think will be addressed yet deeper into the season but like i don't know how you do it on um, but over i think barnes is a convenient person to put and while he didn't have a he didn't score he didn't do things in the in the last game like Zionson finally didn't he didn't everyone else did and harrison barnes was part of the reason why Zionson didn't have a huge a huge game so, I, I don't know. It, it's just, I guess it's, what are your actions for Harrison Barnes? And the fact is, he's he's basically like three points less. Take those three points and look at the other players he's playing and understand where they're taking three points. He's, he's shooting a ton. And that's just less shots for other people. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just a reality. Why why do you pace so much? Or why pace so much slower? I mean, I think at the one stage you didn't have five games and that mm-hmm. killed your pace um, outside. Like they're, they are new things, which slows down. They're running ball reverse. That's it. It's been talking about feels like they're on one side of it and it makes double. And so he's go back and uh, on both sides of the court. So you guys caught him. Um, that's one thing I uh, say that we have trying to, again, like play matchups and get isolation on players slows down as well. Because now sometimes it's it's three screens to get a player that you want on the player, uh, get your player on the player on the other team mm-hmm. that you want the the matchups that you want. So that takes longer. Uh, but overall, I mean, like this team doesn't hunt and go crazy all the time. And I would even point to like the Indiana Pacers, who much fun right now, right? Like everyone's loving Indiana Pacers. They're basically the Sacramento Kings, like in the final year. Like the sure of basketball, the the defensive football, all of the things that you playoff series aren't there. They're just running and putting go and playing no. De- and sure, they're fun. And it's going to be like a marginal or a bad game. Like at least be fun. And maybe they'll be better. Like they're catching teams by surprise right now. But teams typically peter out in the second half of the season. Everyone in the league makes adjustments. They have a couple of injuries because they're running breakneck speed the whole time. And it all catches them. I think again, the Kings don't have to play with with crazy pace. They don't have to be running all the mm-hmm. time, but they don't look like they are like in the same type of shape that we saw from last season. Uh, Mary uh, was thinking the same thing I was in the chat. She says, uh, "Ham, hey, any comment on the Stockton Kings trading for Stanley Johnson?" I think it's a good experiment. Like Stanley Johnson, at least has the cachet of being. He's supposed to be a can't-miss NBA guy. Has not been that in the NBA. Um, but if he's just out there floating around the G League for free, he's 27 years old, why not bring him in and see if maybe you can do something with him? Yeah, I mean, this is a the number eight overall pick in, what, the 2015 NBA draft. Uh, I mean, he's got talent, but he averages 6.2 points per game for his career. Um, he's never been able to put it together, and – uh, like as a G League player, and like, like, look, if if you haven't noticed, they're trying to win the G League championship. <laughs> I mean, just gonna point it out. 
the Kings have made uh, like the Stockton Kings have already made like multiple moves. Their goal is to win. Mm-hmm. It's which, you know, that's up to them how they do that. Um, I prefer to use the G league as a development league. Um, they look like they're trying to, you know, run up the score on certain teams. They're just trying to like pick up victories. And I say that because he's like the third or fourth, maybe fourth or fifth, like 27, 28 year old player. Like, I don't know that, like, I like Stanley Johnson, like in it, like in 2015 and maybe he develops, maybe he doesn't, but the fact is he didn't. And so I wouldn't like count on him being the savior that you need at the small forward position. So Harrison Barnes doesn't have to play 33 minutes tonight. That's not what they're doing. They're trying to win G league games, which is, you no. kind of have a tone to that, like, what, like, <laughs> like not kind of, like it is really apparent. Like, what, what, what's, what's bothering you about the way the Stockton Kings are going about this? Well, well, I think it, it, like, the G League should be about developing players, and but it's I, also I mean, a contest. Like, they're keeping records. If 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 it's just about developing play, players, don't don't keep records. Well, no, I I get what you're saying there, um, but like, you're. The Kings don't have, I guess they have Jalen Slauson. They have like one six foot seven, six foot eight, six foot nine athletic small forward that they're developing at the G League level right now. Like that, that just to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like if you're going to, that's going to be a true development league, which it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. then I would like to see you developing. And, and like, look, Jordan Ford's playing great. That's great. You're developing a backup point guard. And I really like what they did last year with Keon Ellis, forcing him into playing a bunch of point guard. I, I do think that it's helped him. And I think that Colby Jones going down there, it, it's it's going to help uh, like his development. But I would like to see, you know, again, is Scalabissier going to make it back to the NBA? And it won't be with the Kings. That's not who the Kings are. The Kings are a team that has sights on the championship not on bringing up a you know 27-year-old guy to give him another shot at the league. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, there's nothing wrong with winning at the G League level, but it it should be as much about development as anything else or more about development than anything else in my book. And maybe maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but it doesn't feel that way. It feels like they're trying to win. Well, at least we know doing. James hates winning. <laughs> that might be what they're I doing do. with Stanley Johnson. You know what I mean? Like looking at a guy like yeah. that at 27, and like I said, bringing him into your program and seeing if – I mean, Stanley Johnson, I know – like if he hadn't been in the NBA, that would be the guy you're talking about, right? Like if he didn't have this thing of being in the NBA and he was in Europe for six years, like, yeah, get this six seven guy that's versatile and see if you can develop him. That, that would be the guy. He just has – I don't want to say a stench, but – it's just because he's failed in the NBA that we're looking at it as they're trying to win games. Well, yeah, but I mean, he failed in Detroit. He failed in New Orleans. He failed in Toronto. He failed in Los Angeles uh, with the Lakers, and he failed in San Antonio. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, if he was in Europe and never even played in the NBA, you'd be looking at him differently. Maybe, but I have a body of work that tells me that, like, he's not going to be your savior and backup. Harrison Barnes. <laughs> the guy who didn't make the NBA that's coming from Europe probably isn't going to be your savior, but we would look at him as developing him, right? 
Uh, maybe, <laughs> but like, I, I don't know, like Chima Moneki, sure. Like you brought Chima over as like a 25 year old and gave him a shot and it didn't work out and they went away from him. He went back to Europe. So, you know what yeah. doesn't fail? Our live broadcast at Sky River Casino. Never. 32 Bruce Segway. Street. That's where we will be tomorrow. We hope to see as many of you out there as possible. When you come through the door, check in at the ESPN table and uh, get the code word so mm-hmm. you have the opportunity uh, to win one of these PS5s, courtesy, courtesy of our friends over uh, at Jiffy Lube and, of course, our friends over at The Insiders. So The Insiders hit the air at 10 o'clock, and we will hit the air from Sky River Casino, 32 Brew Street, uh, at 12 o'clock. Tomorrow's show is going to be a blast. We've got people coming through. It might turn into some sort of King's Roundtable, man. It's going to mm. be a lot of fun. We'll have the game. There will be a game playing. There will be a game. We'll have that on the screen as well. Uh, we'll have a good time eating and drinking and talking sports uh, at 32 Bruce Street inside Sky River Casino tomorrow beginning at 12. Come through, spend some time with us. We hope to see you there, and we hope to see you back here tomorrow beginning at 10 a.m. with the Insiders on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Vamos 49ers. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.